Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. We're gonna talk about spooky stuff. Brains. Quick or treat. Boo. Happy Halloween. Hello. We probably went for the jinx. Did you ever do that as a kid? Oh, sorry, do what? The the jinx show me a soda. Yeah. That? We used to, as kids, like, we used to jinx each other, and then you wouldn't be able to talk until the person said your name. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, that's really, like. That's intense. Yeah. And then also, you also still have the, the soda. And you know. we had, like, leather and, and whips. And <laughs> <laughs> we could just do that on the podcast. You had to wear Absolutely a ball not. Yeah. Just Madison Jinx. <laughs> I mean, like, it wouldn't be just, like, Jinx, but, like, if you guys said something at the no, same time. No, I'm just going to say Jinx every time I want you to shut up. <laughs> <Nice>. God. <laughs> I love that. I'm kidding. Uh, I love you guys. Great. Anyways, welcome. We are Crosscut Cinema. I'm Brie. Oh, you go. Jinx. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, no one can talk with me. Boop. I'm Madison. I'm Franny. I'm Brie. I'm Humbled in Frog. No. Humbled in Frog. I'm another. She's Brie Cheese. I'm Humbled in Frog Cheese. I've- I'm Gouda. Yeah, Franny, you're mozzarella. You have to be mozzarella. Mozzarella. Anyways, we are not cheese. We are a gorgonzola. We're pretty cheesy. I wish I was eating cheese. I'm the big cheese here. (laughs) Big cheese around here. here. Yeah, that's Halloween Town reference for all you Halloween Town fans. So you might be asking, what do we do here? We well, talk about cheese. This is a cheese podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Do those exist? Do you guys think that they um, exist? Probably. Yeah, there's a podcast for everything. Cross cut I found cheese. one for, um, I found a podcast for copy editing. I, saw, I, I found a podcast a for, on, for on accident. This was not in relation to me and Franny, but there was a podcast about delicately breaking up with your partner. Wow. Okay. Why the fuck were you looking that up? Huh? I don't know. I, Cause it doesn't seem like you'll let me be delicate at any time. No. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you want to do it delicately. Yeah, exactly. It'd be mean if I was like, Franny's out. Wow. We Food literally go in. to Florida in like two days. Are you guys Logan breaking is... up on the podcast right I now? I guess we are. So like... Are we live streaming your breakup? <laughs> so who would you guys be friends with if we broke up? Wow. We Bill don't need to into that. Bitch. I'm oh, I know the there. answer. I know the answer. I, we're wow. not discussing that. I would be friends with both of you. See, if it was you, Franny, both she'd just them. say it because like a way to take down a man is always taken. I know. I'm a I would be both of your friends. What if My we, heart is broken in so many ways. What if ways? we both equally said you had no. to pick one? I, I really, I mean, that's fucking stupid. I would be upset would, if you would guys, you guys said that. just stop being friends with both of us or would you pick? No, one? I would be friends with both of you. But what if we said you couldn't? Be? How would you know if I'm friends I with Franny? Say, that's none of your fucking business. We're like, we're like <laughs> behind the scenes. Like, is she talking to you? She shouldn't be like, like <laughs> if those are the conversations you're having, then you would need things to work out between you two. You got nothing to fucking do with me. We all know the answer, folks. Oh my God. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I would be friends with both of you. I'm telling you. I'm kidding. I'm literally, I, I literally would though. Thank you. Anyways, we're not breaking up. Okay, me and Franny are both in a fire. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Dwight and Mila, next question. I was about to say, they better save the dogs. (laughs) Fuck us. Save the dogs. I'm just, I'm I'm only, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. (laughs) Anyways, what are we talking about today? Scream. Ah. I was waiting for Madison to scream. Ah. (laughs) I was waiting for it too, but then she didn't do it, so oh, I had to sorry. do it. Sorry, I love to scream, but I wasn't. I don't know. I didn't paying know you attention. Want, I didn't know you wanted me to scream. You can read wanna, our minds. I don't want to overdo the screaming, you know. 
I mean, you didn't scream. You only screamed once in this recording of the podcast. Yeah, but then so. in the last, in the previous podcast, I screamed too. And I just, I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to make the joke tired. You're a scream queen. Thanks. Speaking of scream queens. <laughs> the movie Scream. There's, um, there's starring Neve Campbell. Yeah, What's her I love name? her. Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell. Cool. Um, so should we talk about the plot of Scream? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, full spoilers ahead for Scream. We are a movie podcast. We talk about movies in full spoiler review. So if you've never seen Scream, you should check it out. It's um, You can stream it. The 1996 classic by Wes Craven. Yes. It's it's a great time. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know where can you stream, stream Scream. I think we got it on Voodoo. So, we got it on so, Voodoo. So, Voodoo. So, Voodoo. Um, Voodoo. Unfortunately, the way we recorded this, it was free on TV and Voodoo, but since October came... It yeah. is no longer Yeah, free. and like literally we watched it. We went to watch it yesterday. Yeah. And we had as to soon as it. October October first or second or whatever. We had to go yeah. try to watch it. And, um, and we had to rent it. It was free was before. Um and also No, it was on October first we tried to watch it. Oh, you're right. You're right. But you can stream all of these on pretty much any stream platform for like three ninety nine to two ninety nine. And um Worth also you can get the full Blu ray box set, like all four films for like twenty bucks. So if you want to check them all out. And plus it comes with a great documentary called uh, The Making of Scary Movie. Because originally the Scream uh, story was actually yeah, called Scary Movie. Yeah, the original title was Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a terrible name. Well, no, cause it, it's it, though, because it's actually a good name because it's really self-refer... Like, it's really meta. So That's yeah. to true. call it Scary Movie really worked. But then Wes Craven, the genius he is, saw that... No, 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 it's got to be Scream. Um, I still like Scream though. Scream I think is Scream's a great a title. title. That, no, it's a great title. It's a better title, but I'm saying Scary Movie was a good title too. Yeah, I like that's it. why I somebody stole it. Yeah, I guess the reason that I think that Scary Movie isn't a great title is because it's already the Scary Movie franchise. Yeah, but that franchise only happened because right. of Scream. But like in my brain, it's like they're fighting each other. <laughs> yes, the Thanos and Tony right now for some reason. Yeah. All right, I got tons to say, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let somebody else talk. Um, uh, so should we talk? Should we do a kind of a summary? I guess before we yeah. Yeah. get into it. So, um, scream, um, Sid, Sydney. Yeah. So so yeah, scream. Sydney Prescott. Scream fo- focuses on Sydney Prescott, played by Neve Campbell. Um, she is a high school student whose mother was recently murdered about a year ago. Actually, exactly a year ago. Yeah, exactly a year ago. Um, Supposedly by Cotton Weary, um, who will come to be more important in the sequels, played by Leif Schreiber. Um, So, so yeah, supposedly her mother was murdered by a man named Cotton Weary, and she was a key witness in in the trial, which helped to put Cotton Weary in jail um, and on death row, I believe. Um, So, uh, like, about a year after her mother's death... Um, students at her high school begin to get murdered, um, starting with Drew Barrymore. Um, who's What's your scary- favorite scary movie? Yeah, which, um, it, which is such an iconic opening scene. Like, I want to talk about it because I love oh, the opening scene to, to this too, movie. Yeah. I, I wanted to talk about the inspiration for the scene. So Wes Craven read Scary Movie and thought, okay, we need to have it be meta, but we also need to have to pay tribute to the like seminal horror films. And one of the ways he wanted to do that is he wanted to do the Alfred Hitchcock idea of promoting the film in a certain way with a certain lead actress and then kill her off super early on. Now, Hitchcock let 
the main actress and psycho die a little into the movie after a shower scene. And Wes Craven's idea was to get Drew Barrymore, huge star, to die in like the first 10 minutes. And she was like super into it too. Like Drew yeah. Barrymore was like super into the idea. And this is a, this is, re- this is like a motif repeated throughout most of the films. They always have a big person. A big open. actress. And yeah. the second one, they have Jaded Pick and Smith and she gets an entanglement by that. I mean, she gets stabbed. Oh God. And um, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so she's the first to get killed, um, sort of slowly one by one her, her other classmates are murdered as well. Um, she, she, so, so one night she gets a, and the, the way this killer operates is he first calls on the phone, the, the person that and, and that's, kill. A, that's also a motif to black Christmas. Yeah. Um, another one that he felt he he needed um, to have represented within the film. I didn't and know it's, that. That's it's cool. sort of a like the calls coming from inside the house scenario. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um so so she gets one of these calls and then all of a sudden her boyfriend Billy shows up. Sid being the she in this I was, scenario. I thought I was like, is that ghost face? Sorry, I thought my phone was <laughs> I thought my phone I, was ringing. I, I somebody's phone is vibrating. I thought it was ghost face. Is yeah, I felt a vibration. I oh, thought it was I, mine, but it wasn't me. No, it wasn't house. me. My my huh? Phone well, was, it was a phantom. Hold phone on, hold on. No, 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 no. That does not sit well with me. Whose phone was it? I don't care. Nobody's in trouble. But that's super. Oh scary. shit! I just dropped mine on the table. I mean, yeah, mine has nothing. So I didn't feel a thing. Mine was on the floor. Ready, check your notifications. I felt a vibration. I don't the know what it was. Last one was. I didn't feel 10 anything. 40. It was three minutes ago. Okay, so it was probably... Okay, it was probably that. Um, that was a reminder because I felt one earlier too. Okay. Anyways. Um, glad we know it's not a ghost. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. I was like, uh, right. all of a sudden it's going to be like, what's your favorite scary movie? Like it connects right. to the Bluetooth. Oh, that's spooky. They should do that. <laughs> Sorry. Spooky. That would be spooky though, right? That would be spooky. It like is on... It's in the cloud. <laughs> it's in the cloud. <laughs> that's the that's the new scream movie. Like, it's just called the cl- the cloud. Which scream five is coming out. Yeah, that is a thing. It's gonna be a thing. Instead of uh, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. It's which oh my god, it's in the cloud. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god, it's in the cloud. Um, but yeah, so 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 she gets one of these calls, um, and then all of a sudden her boyfriend Billy shows up, and out of Billy's pocket falls a cell phone. So she immediately suspects. That Billy is the whoa, killer. Whoa, you just jumped so yeah, far Yeah, I was ahead. like, uh, did I? Yeah, dude, you Billy did. doesn't even know Drew Barrymore, really. They're not even intertangled No, she's at talking all. about, no, about Sid. Sid. But Why are that we talking about Sid? Were yet? We just talking? She was talking about I a thought we were, I was just summarizing. Dude, you summarized straight past anyone being murdered or anything. Like, I talked about Drew Barrymore. You didn't say she even how she died and what circumstance. You just said the call. Oh, I was just doing a quick like. And little... also, that was the second time he came in the window that he dropped the cell phone. Yes. Well, but okay, it was I, I wanna, not the first. okay, I wasn't ready okay, to move then, past the Drew oh, Barrymore okay. I stuff. I thought we were just going through a synopsis and then we were going to come back I think it would be stuff. good to stop as we go along. Okay, okay. Um, well, so, then, yeah, I want to talk about it then. All right, so Drew Barrymore. Um, so another thing is uh, there's a pretty much a horror reference around every corner. Like, for instance, the knife, he, she touches the butcher knife when she's talking about Michael Myers and also the ghost face mask was designed to be a melted face version of the Michael mask. That was the huh. inspiration. Oh, that's cool. Pretty much to like take this shape. The the way Michael was always portrayed in the horror films is in, in Halloween is that he's like a strong, solid mass, like a shape. 
And they want a ghost face to almost be like a liquid killer. Like he, so that's why the face is all melted and he does all these pratfalls and is super flexible. And he's cool, like a liquid Michael Myers. And the cool thing too about like the, the ghost face thing is throughout the sequels, like different people wear that mask mm-hmm. obviously. So like it's different people under the same moniker. Yeah. And so like they purposely choose a very generic like Halloween costume type yeah. look. Which well, is, I, I also argue that the, this is like after 96, Ghostface became the number one Halloween costume. Oh yeah, for sure, because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um. And then when she's when she's on the phone with the killer, they talk about Nightmare on Elm Street really briefly because he says she she goes, I think that's my favorite one, and she's like the guy with the creepy sweater, all that stuff. And There's then, also a scene in the movie where um, Rose McGowan. I'm just jumping ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose McGowan is talking about like um scary movies and she goes like what is this a um john craven movie or something john like, craven, or, yeah. or west carpenter west or something carpenter, like I that think it was. and it was just a really funny like moment and, for and me. then also when um they reference like the first nightmare on Elm Street was good and the ones after that sucked and like wes only did the first one so it was like a little nice jab he threw out there also um there's a janitor named fred and he's wearing a michael Myers that that, sweater. that reference is two on the nose even like even for yeah. Yeah. no, no way was, dude i i i don't know I think that that was really poor. Uh, <laughs> considering how smart the movie is, that was incredibly that, that, Yeah, poor. that's true. It's one of the ones that's like a gimme. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was just like, 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 did, like that's the moment where like the reason why so many people bleed, I know what you did last summer and scream into scary movie and get the movies mixed up is because there's actually elements that are so ridiculous they don't fit within the movie. I And I will say this, too. I was like, as I was watching this movie, I was remembering so many things that happened in scary movies. Like, you're like, Dewey, and I keep making jokes. Like, it's Doofy, because Doofy's the best part of scary movie by far. I love Dewey, though. And we realized while we were watching that Dewey is a nickname for Dwight. Which blew my mind. Which is our dog's name. So now I've been calling him Lil Dew. Lil Dewey. You should totally. Um, oh, I love that. But yeah, like I remember I was, I, I said this to Bridget, and I guess Bridget, you haven't seen Scary Movie? Um, It's been a really long time. Because I was like, I was like I, because child. in the very, in the opening, what? That even more makes me confused yeah, it's by crazy you hating the title Scary Movie too. Because you haven't, you don't even have the synonymous Scary Movie in mind when you right. hate that title. I don't um, hate it. I just, I think, it, I don't know. But like, like the, I was like the whole opening scene is like shot for shot in scary movie, but it's like really funny. Yeah. And I was just, I, I couldn't stop thinking about the scene where the popcorn in scary movie is just huge. Like huge you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about? So it funny. It fucking kills me. And then isn't there a scene? I, I was remembering this while I was watching it. But I can't remember if it was actually in Scary Movie or if I just like totally made it up like a fever dream. Is there a scene in Scary <laughs> Movie where like the Sydney Prescott character has like this chastity belt on? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Because there's a scene where like if you know anything about Scream, which we're going to talk about, um, the Billy character, Billy Loomis, Wants also to fuck her all the time. Also another reference to Halloween, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh my god, that dude glue the fuck up. He looks so Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, he he's like hot Skeet. now. He's hot. Now. I hate that first I, name. He's kind of like a pretty boy in this movie, though. Yeah, he's very, no, he's very uh, much crybaby like in this movie. I don't like the way he's he looks. In this movie. He is very crybaby. Yeah. I, I was like, thinking that too. I like how he looks as FP Jones in uh, Riverdale. But anyway, hot, um, hot, hot, hot. 
Like yum, he's yum. he's constantly trying to fuck her. He's like literally like we got to fuck the time. And and she's like that's why the scary movie joke's so great because he like lifts up her skirt and it's just a fucking chastity belt. Yeah. It's so amazing. and like and she shows his like she shows like, Anna Faris shows like her tits to like the Billy character and it's just like a man's chest. So fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Anna Faris. She's so funny. She's amazing. But um, yeah. No. Uh, this um. There's a character in this movie, though. Well, there's a lot of characters in this movie, but there's one that is literally me in, like, every facet of the word, like, of the idea of who I am, and that's the Randy character played yeah. by Jamie oh, Kennedy. Oh, yeah, you're Randy. I'm literally so Randy that, like, his shortcomings are also my own, and it makes me uncomfortable when, like, he's cringy, because I'm like, that's exactly how cringy I would be if I was being <laughs> cringy. Yeah. Like, it's, like, he works at the video store. He's obsessed with the rules of horror. He like idolizes every kind of horror movie scene. I love Randy though. Randy's great. Randy's Randy is one great. of the best and characters. And you know what? He made it. And it pretty much made Jamie Kennedy's career. A lot of careers were launched off this movie. Like Matthew Lillard as well. Yeah. Really kind of came out of this and SLC. He's Punk. so good in this movie. You know, like so I he like him is, in this role. He is really good. But I will say that there are moments because it is supposed to be played for comedy and spoiler. Stu and, and Billy are like fucking not great dudes. And um, there's a moment towards the end of the film after a bunch of crazy shit's happening where the Stu character is like raised up to the point of like Jim Carrey in the mask. Yeah. And sometimes it works. And then other times I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. But it's still amazing. But there's like so many hammy moments where like any sort of tension that was there lost because he's being so fucking funny. Like he's so funny as Stu. Yeah. He really is. I and, loved it. And I love how I, I love in scary movie like the stew and Billy characters are like so obviously gay. Like, and I never collected that that was because Scream itself is very gay. But like Billy and Stew are gay as fuck. Yeah, this movie is incredibly gay. Like Bill, Billy and Stew are fucking gay. Right, like, like they, gay are as shit. they are fucking. They are definitely literally fucking. fucking. And like. Like there is, there's like no justifiable reason other than the gay one that they need to be that close to each other, or, or why at Stu, all or why Stu would feel the need to, because because uh, the idea is that this is just full spoilers. We're just gonna get into it. Billy and Stu killed um, Neve Campbell's character. What is it again? Sydney Prescott, Sydney. Sid- Sydney. Sydney's mother. And there now, there's motive for Stu to have killed Drew Barrymore's character because she dumped him. But for him to help Billy kill the mother, there's no motive other than, like, this is my lover, and I want to fuck him, and I want to make him happy. And that's exactly the vibes you get. And I feel like the stabbing stabbing of each other was almost, like... Yeah, pseudo like, penetration of each other, oh, like, yeah. like because they were they it was like they were doing it in like a loving way, so it's like they were pretty much sticking their dick in each other, just metaphorically. Like that's lit. It's literally the gayest scene. It it's, is so gay. It's so gay. And then when he's like, "You cut me too deep, man," like he's like about to pass out. Like that shit's like, I don't know. It's like he betrayed your, you. Betrayed your lover. Dude. Yeah, you you went too yeah. far. And then, I mean, when he's talking about his own motives, too, and he just says, like, a generic-ass response. He goes, he goes, like, what was it, peer pressure or whatever? Yeah, he's, he's like, like, peer pressure. They'll yeah. just assume it's peer pressure, like, like you know, okay, I'm, buddy. I'm really easily influenced or whatever. Yeah, he, like, talks so meta about it. There's a great video on YouTube. I'll link it. I don't remember what it's called. But um, it's it's a guy who's seen the movie, like, a gajillion times, and he's able to track down who, who's Ghostface in what scene, and it's really interesting. 
That's really oh, that cool. Is really I want to watch that. Because Wes Craven actually took the time to make sure that the height differences of Ghostface were reflected in the stunt doubles that were supposed to be Stu and Billy in each moment. Oh, that's cool. That's I'd love really to cool. see that. Yeah, it's a really cool video. I'll link it. I don't remember what it's called at the moment, but I'll, I'll remember to link it and put it down there. It's a really cool video, and I, I loved it. Um, there's some where it's obvious, but there's, but like, you're kind of shocked by some of the moments. Like, oh, fuck it. I guess that was, I guess that's the only way that could have been him. Um, also like, I love the really meta scene where Randy's played by Jamie Kennedy. And when Jamie Lee Curtis is about to be murdered by Michael, he's yelling, Jamie, look behind you, Jamie. Right. And it's yeah, literally that's such a good scene. Ghost like, face. You're Jamie. It's so fucking good. I love that scene. I also really enjoyed that. Um, Courtney Cox is literally the fucking worst person in this movie but has like a slight redemption but i hate yeah, like every she's scene terrible, she's in but i love her i hate every scene like she's, she's, she's in like, in the way like i love to hate her oh yeah she's definitely like a hateable character in this movie but like you love her at the same time and like i really just want dewey to like hit it and quit it so she can feel some pain you know because that's the main thing is she just doesn't She's not empathetic at all of anybody's situation. Like the moment she's like, I could save the guy's career and you have a pregnant pause. Like, oh, so she's trying to do something nice. And she goes, you know what that could do for my, my no, career? She saved the guy's life. life. Yeah, life. Yeah. Sorry, I got it mixed up. But in other words, she's like, I could save the guy's life. Do you know what Don't that would do for my, my career? career? Like yeah. what a fucking bitch. Like awful. And then I can't, I keep relating to scary movie because it's so funny, but like that, that news weather, that news reporter character is so funny in scary movie. Cause they like spoof Blair witch too. Yeah. There's like a moment where she has like a huge snot bubble right. and it's, it's just amazing. <laughs> um, scary movie is like, it's like so bad, but it's so good. It's so, it does, it's so, it does what it does so well. It's so legitimately like it's really scary movie, especially, but also I know what you did last summer are really like two goofy rewrites away from Scary Movie because some of the kills in these movies are almost as ridiculous as Scary Movie. Yeah, like the Rose McGowan kill when she's like in the garage door. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but the garage door Ooh. supported her entire body weight. Right, and, like that doesn't make any sense. And her THO sense. in that scene is like it could slice through anything. Her titty hard-ons in that scene are ridiculous. I'm I know, her nipples cut, are so hard. I'm surprised the shirt just didn't explode. It was ridiculous. <laughs> And then, um, but I love her line that she gets like, "Oh, please don't kill me! I want to be in the sequel." Like that's such a like fun like meta line. Yeah, I it love really it. is. And she wasn't. No, she wasn't. She, she was like, also a really good friend, I think. And I just want to talk about she how was. Dewey never really mourned her death, and that's always upset me. Yeah, I know. I like mean, that's your whole sister. Later in the series, you'll see he's just like. <laughs> Cindy's my new sister. Whatever. <laughs> She's less demeaning to me because pretty much. Tatum, which is the name of the girl, um, mm -hmm. yeah. pretty much emasculates Dewey at every turn. Like, yeah, Dewey, you got a small cock, now drive us home. Like, the whole movie. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, I don't understand exactly why they took the cop character and made him into a cuck, essentially. But then I thought about it. And if you're a cop in a horror movie, you're designated dead. Right. So if right. you turn Dewey into a damsel, yeah. it almost, like, it makes it believable and it breaks a rule in which he can live yeah and i mean it yeah. also plays with like the incompetence of cops and horror yeah, movies which also, is that they yeah. like never know what's the fuck is going but on but what's crazy is he's not really incompetent though like he comes off like he is to his sister but then you come to find out that he's he's not he's not really he's not i wouldn't call anything he did as he's a little naive i think naivety is definitely true but he, and as far as like bravery he ran back to the killer Right. Like, yeah. That's there's true. no doubt that the Dewey character is brave as fuck. I just also think it's almost like he's an innocent little baby in a police uniform. <laughs> you know, he's not. It's yeah. like he's not a police officer. He's like 
a corny little brother who wants to hang out with you and does good sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But um, what else I love Dewey. Uh, you know, obviously Courtney Cox and David Arquette actually got yeah, married they got in real married, life. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow, really? And they met off of this movie, so there you go. Yeah. They're divorced now, though. Yeah, but they still—they're actually still pretty good friends. Like oh, really? They're, that's they're, good. They're not—it like, was not a bitter divorce, thankfully. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where you're <laughs> right. married for so long. Yeah. But uh, what's crazy is when they made Scream Four. I don't want to dive too much into it, but they were able to play the married angle pretty realistically because they were still married when that movie came out. Yeah, so. that's cool. Huh. Apparently, a lot of the real life fights they had were reflected in the film, and it was like therapeutic for them. Oh well, that's good for them. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, didn't save their marriage. Well, but yeah. you can still have a therapeutic relationship with somebody you're not in a relationship with anymore. Right? You know, like oh, it can still be for the better. So they weren't married. They were married at they the time. Were married, they were married. Not. They were married during Scream Four. It helped them with certain issues, but that doesn't huh. mean the issues weren't helped after they got divorced. Like they could have. The part of the reason they got divorced could have been they better understood each other and understood they weren't for each other. Yeah, not That's to go true. into semantics, but I think overall it's still helpful. I was just making a bad joke. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I I I really liked. I really I I really like like the party scene in general. Like I think that's like a really fun like. It almost like the movie is you have such like a, an affinity for it, even if you've only seen it once or twice because yeah. it's so good. What you don't realize is how much of the movie is at that farmhouse party. I know. It's, it's a like lot. a fucking lot of the movie. Like it's a but huge like so, much, so many things are happening that it's like you're okay with it though. Also, this yeah. movie is, is farmhouse porn. I know. I, know. I want that Franny was house, like, I want dude. that deck. And I'm like, that deck has a killer hiding on it. She's like, I want okay. that deck. I want that whole house, dude. Like it's same. Cool I want both whole houses. Like and then her like when house? you see like the wide shot of the farmhouse, like yeah. bitch, that thing is beautiful. But mm -hmm. I, what what I loved is when I first rewatched Scream after not watching it for a long time. This was like I had watched it in middle school and watched it again in high school. I did what we always do, and I confused the plot. And I thought Dewey was the bad guy because at the end of Scary Movie, Doofy <laughs> yeah. is the bad guy. Correct. Yeah, I know. They I really did that. do. I confused the plot too when I was watching it. But yeah. They, they kind of set him up a little bit. Yeah. They kind of do. like, oh, well, he could be... Like, throughout the movie... I literally like, never got that. I know that they did, but I never got the vibe. Even I did the first when time I first... I, I did the first time. I, I don't know. It. Just, like, this, like, frustrated man who's being cucked by his sister. And, and then, like, there's the scene where it's like, is mom okay with her coming? Like, oh, dude. Like, fuck. You're literally... No one should fuck you. Like, oh, God. Right. Yeah, like, they totally set him up as, like, that... Like, you know, when we were watching that one movie about um, the like security guard that saved that those people during that bombing, Logan um, saved Richard Jewell. Yeah, yeah, Richard Jewell. You know how they were like fitting him into that profile? What? What, what just happened? <laughs> what? What happened? What? <laughs> Richard Jewell. <laughs> Is that what Bridget said? Yeah, yeah. dude. I did Literally, not hear that. Bumble fucked it ten ways to Sunday. Like, Richard do it well. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. But that I no horrible. longer want to be alive. Goodbye. God. I was just gonna say he fit. He fits like that same profile that like they were saying Richard Jewell. Fit. He wanted to set himself like up that, to be a hero. Is what you're yeah, saying. like that like frustrated white man who wants power <laughs> and wants to. Said himself, okay, never no, no, mind. I, no, you know what you're saying. Know, I know exactly what you're saying, No, I'm following you. I know exactly what you mean. We're just talking about Richard Doorwell. Y'all are over there dying. 
I just no, I Eagles. know exactly. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like the profile that the they're hero trying bomber, to set. Yeah, hero yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like this movie sets it up that it could be many people. Yeah, like, for I, sure. And and the funny thing. No, is actually, too, I think the movie specifically doesn't do that, and on purpose because that's what the twist is that there's two. Like well, the movie, true. the movie the whole time is making you believe it's a single killer because you think. Well, but right. yeah, but no, it makes it. But like, there are many people that could be the killer. Like but the you dad, never the think cop. there's one. Yeah, yeah. Like, because for instance, like the movie gets you to rely on it only being one killer by having the voice changer. Because in your mind, before you ever know there's a voice changer, you're thinking someone is doing that with their voice, which right, means yeah. that if another person was the killer, they wouldn't be able to match the voice. Right. So that's for one what clears Billy to fuck her, which was really fucked up, actually. Yeah, it yeah. Really probably the most fucked up thing in the whole movie that not enough people talk about that he essentially like fucked her and then tried to kill her, which was really horrible. Yeah. Um, definitely. Right, and also yeah. that he really wanted to fuck her before he killed her. Yeah, like that was. His yeah, whole like point. that was. He was like, he's like, he's like, I didn't want to fuck you because I wanted to fuck you. I wanted to fuck you so I could then reveal that I killed your mother. Which is terrible. And He's remember, yeah. his mother was raped by him too. It's not exclusively said, but they talk about oh, how she was raped true. and murdered. They do say that she was raped and murdered. What? And then so, she was. Oh my god! And then he fucked his, her daughter. I wonder. I didn't really if, think about that at the I, time. I, I feel like Wes Craven exclusively like left that for people to dig up, but didn't want like, it to be like over announced. I I thought that maybe that was it. I, so I that or Stu but... might have raped the mother, but I just feel like that that wouldn't have meant anything to Stu, and he wouldn't have done it because right, he yeah. really wants to like he just wants to get fucked by. I was Billy. gonna say he's also like very gay, yeah. and there's no revenge element for him. Yeah. So right, exactly. I don't know. The honestly, like, like the mo one of the most fucked up parts of this movie, where is where you know like like Sid is talking about like how she's so upset because like, you know, her mother died and stuff. And he's like, it's been a year. I really think you should get over that. Yeah. He's like, oh my I mean, God. It's been a year. Like, I really think you need to get over that. Come on, Sydney. It's been a year. Just we get over it. Now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really want my fucking slutty girl. Cause remember before the mother, he's still dating Sydney knowing because that's what's so maniacal. He's dating Sydney before the mother dies. Right. Yeah, because, yeah, he because, knows, he says, because he knows that the fucking mom is fucking his dad. That's the only reason he starts dating her. Which is terrible. So then you think, okay, she was like down with him before. Which means that like he was doing like sexual stuff with her. Right. Then raped her mom and killed her. And then was like, why aren't you down to be sexy anymore? What a piece of fucking He's such shit. such an ass. I hate right. him. Right. Oh my God. But it makes his death so satisfying though. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And then the whole the Randy moment where before Randy gets shot once and then he gets back up and it's like it's like all things considered I shouldn't have lived and he makes the joke like I've never been happier to be a virgin, which is like such a great line. Right, it's hilarious. Yes. But then also he calls out the moment that will be that will be endlessly and somewhat frustratingly called out throughout the rest of the series where like, oh, we have to get him in the head because he's got one extra charge in him and then he pops up and shoots him. Like they make right, the note yeah. like there's always the one last second where it comes back to life and blah blah blah. Repeated was, throughout the rest of the series. Like, that was almost too campy for me. I was like, because he was like, now watch. Be well, it's careful. even worse they just keep doing it. So if you didn't like <laughs> it then, you're going to hate it later. I right. like it the first time, but then after, it's like, okay, thank you. Also, like, another thing, we'll eventually review the Scream movies, but, like, the Scream sequels really aren't good. Like, I, no, I hate to I say like it. Them. They're, like, beloved as, like, a whole series, but they're pretty trash. 
Like it's been a really long even long time. to the point where I think Scream Four, which was publicly rejected, is probably the second best one. Like I, I can't. I don't. I don't really remember Scream Four that well. I know. I pretty much know two and three, um, and like I like it as a series. Like it's a very fun like horror movie series for me, and it was one that like I watched a lot as a kid. Like growing up, it was like oh, it was a very. Bridget looked so concerned <laughs> for a second. No, I'm she, good. You just looked at me with concern. I was like, I thought you were going to be like, kids, children should not watch this. And you might be right. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm i not saying that. But you, that was just the look on your face to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I remember watching the Scream series a lot as a kid and like liking it a lot. And so I have a fondness for all of them, but I agree that the sequels are I mean, not very I mean, they're good. not even like not like like three, I would argue, is like fucking bad, like bad, like bad, bad, like not worthy of watching. And, and then like it also like the the... The reveal of the first one is like really good. Like it makes because, a because, lot of sense. And also mm-hmm. the movie West was so perfect to keep the idea of like there being multiple killers on the DL. Like that was never an option till it happened. Right. And but that's now, what makes it so cool. Like in the, in the sequels, there's always like a multitude of people involved and now right. you know it because the first movie did it. That's the issue with his, con- the, the conventionalism of the series. If they would have made it, to where it wasn't two killers at some point or like, you know, early yeah. on because it kind of is, even in the one where it isn't, it is, you know what I mean? There's always yeah, accomplices. Like, like there's always multiple people helping. And like the reasons for the murders to occur just get stupider. Absolutely. And then like, there's so much retconning. Right. Like, well, it was actually her cousin, you know, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Like the first, the, but the first one is so good. Yeah, it's great. It really is. It's fantastic. And yeah, I mean, and like it, it's, and like Scream revitalized the slasher genre in like a very real way for like an era. And then the writer who did it also went on to do, I know what you did last summer, the first one, I think the second one too. And the fact is like, I know what you did last summer for me, it would have been better if Scream was Scream 1, this, Scream 2, I know what you did last summer as like an anthology. Because they're so related in feeling and meta-ness that I feel like it would have been a better companion sequel. Because for me, Sidney Prescott's story is done. We the the issue with the sequels is that they torture this poor bitch. Right. They just keep coming for her. And it's like, Like, why? Why the fuck is this girl just and then like, you know, Dewey's having like problems with what's her face and it's like I don't really right like now we're getting into their marital drama yeah, like, I don't... and then like doesn't she have like a brother at some point that like comes in there there's a lot and of it's issues like, it's fucking stupid at this point yeah and I mean I guess like the twists get worse and worse but for me it's also the characters just get worse and worse and then like the characters that survive they're so afraid to kill in the sequels because they're like, our other characters suck. You can't kill them because they eventually kill a character. I won't say which one, but they kill somebody from the original and they get such harsh backlash from audiences. Really? Yeah. Because the Scream 1 was so great in creating these characters that now you have a real strong feeling for them and to kill them, it's like, it, it doesn't operate like a normal horror movie the reason why Ghostface is cool is because he's not like one person, but as a result, there has to be a constant for you. And since there's a constant in a horror movie, that means they're never in danger, which means you're never scared. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're never worried that Sydney's going to die ever. 
you know she's gonna live. Yeah, and then like right. ninety percent of these movies is fucking like Ghostface doing Pratt falls onto her lap and shit, and then chasing after her. Like those, that's all the movies are. Yeah, and then oh. it's like at the same time you're never gonna have a Ghostface as good as Stu and Billy. And right. The, also, like I just want to call out the the Jay and Silent Bob cameo in Scream Three still officially makes this a Jay and Silent Bob movie review because they are in they are in the series canon. Oh my oh god. god! And also Scream Nine, I'm which sorry, is not what? a movie. Scream Nine, which is not a real movie, is in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So there you go. Turns cool. out to be a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. This is uh, a Kevin Smith double feature, baby. Yeah. So technically, it's <laughs> Kevin Smith because they exist in the same universe. As Courtney Cox's character tells them to fuck off in Scream Three, so they're real. Nice. Hell yeah. I watched this movie in like, for the first time, like probably about 10, a little over 10 years ago, probably now. And um, I watched it in the most 2010 way you could possibly watch a movie. And that was, I had YouTube on my parents' TV and I watched it through clips. The clips. In a fucking uh, playlist. Oh, God. On YouTube, and it was like 26 parts. Was it like the whole movie, though? Like, yeah, it was the whole movie. Love that. It was a whole movie. It was just in clips in 26 parts. That was a simpler time, kids. That's when I watched really The was. Faculty. And the thing is, you had to wait, like, like I remember in 2008 or whenever I watched The Faculty that way, and you'd have to wait so fucking long for every video to load. And yes. then you'd watch fucking three minutes and be like, all right, on to the next part. But it was so satisfying. It was like, fuck yeah, I'm getting through this movie right now. But it like, you were like, God damn, I just watched that movie and I had to work for it. You know? It ends up making the movie like four hours long every single time you have to wait for the next video to load. Right. And like, I watched it on the morning of my eighth grade graduation. Um, because that was a thing I guess my middle school did. And um, yeah. So I, I was up. It probably took me like three hours to watch because of i bet it did you know everything and so i just was like getting ready this whole time and watching the scream movie and my mom used to get up and go to work way way earlier than me she got up at like she would wake me at 5 30 i lived a like five minute walk from the bus stop my mom would wake me up at 5 30 because that's when she left mm. And she they didn't, didn't have trust alarm me. clocks in Indiana. <laughs> she didn't trust me. Would, That's fair. You don't like to get up. I don't like to get up. Um, and so then she would like wake me up and I was like, I guess I'm watching Scream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a great movie. It really yeah, is. and like and like it's funny because I remember watching Scream so much, but like as we were watching it, I was like, you know, I remember who the killers are. I remember what the reveal is, but I don't remember how we get there. <laughs> so it was right? fun because I like got to discover it along the way. I was like, oh, okay. Like I knew it was Billy and I knew it was Stu, but then I was like, I don't remember why or how. They just make Billy so slimy. Like he looks he's like, like slimy yeah, he's to like the touch. so like pretty, but gross. But yeah. They, mm -hmm. But they get you with the, the phone call bit. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like you're, he's in, he was in jail. How would he do it? Yeah. But it's right. so fun. Yeah. And like and then, Sydney figures it out. And, and then they try to pull the whole, like, that was your one phone call. But then you find out that that's not even true. Right. It right. was just fucking stew. Right. Just fucking stew. It was like, they're really going to like fucking flip it. Cause you, they needed that moment where Stu was like, Sydney, let me in. And Randy's like, holy fuck, let me in. This dude's crazy. And that for her to be like, fuck you both. They needed that moment. Yeah. Yeah. For that big reveal. 
Because you think that Billy just got stabbed to death by Ghostface. Like, it has to be one of these dudes that's actually it. Right. And then Billy just gets up and he's like, hey, I'm actually not fucking dead. LOL. And it's my friend Stu. It's such a good reveal. And it's my boyfriend Mm -hmm. Stu. It's my boyfriend. Stu's so gay, guys. Because Billy is also viably gay because he's only fucking Sydney out of spite. Right. Like, he's not interested in Sydney romantically, but he needs to fuck her for him to be able to kill her. Mm hmm. Because like to make it hurt more, and like yeah, and, and also he has to. It's not even for that. It has to follow the conventional horror film rules, and True. she can, she cannot die a virgin. Yeah. So he fucks her so he can kill her Such based on those point. rules. Because they're trying to frame, not only they're trying to frame either because they had like two options. They were gonna try to frame her dad, and or Randy, and so like to and f- or um, Dewey. Yeah, well, I don't, I think the film was setting up the hero complex, but I don't think that Stu and um, Billy oh, tried to. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't yeah. think like Dewey was really on the radar. No, of the but but Randy was their other putts essentially. That's why they were following the horror movie rules. Yeah, right. because Randy would be the one where they came and got. I was like, I don't know, but they followed all the rules. It's like, well, you're fucking crazy. Clearly, right, you that's did it, insane. asshole. Fucking nuts. Great movie. What I feel like I forgot so much of this movie and like it feels like it takes like looking back on it it feels like she doesn't guess Billy for like a long time but like she's sus- suspicious she's of him. She's instantly suspicious right of him. away right, and but then I she love still that. fucks him which is like Well no because she realized but it like, couldn't have been him because of the phone call. Well he's right, also right, saying right, that yeah. he's, no, and he's using the sympathy of her accusing him as like a you should, I'm a sad boy you should give me a fuck I'm so sad and she's like all right Come over like, here. Like, <laughs> Like, you accused me of trying to murder you, and you should. And, uh, like, you used to do sexy stuff. Right. We used to almost fuck, and now we never do. <laughs> I hate that. I mean, that's People, if you're out there and anybody's talking to you like that, fucking slap them across also, the face and leave. Drew Barrymore's character is a fucking slut because she goes. Do you have a boyfriend? She's like, no. And it's like, actually, I do have a boyfriend. His name's Steve. It's like, you fucking bitch. You didn't. If a man asks if you have a boyfriend on the phone and you're willing to talk to him anyway, don't lie about your boyfriend. Because right. you're literally flirting and risking your relationship with a motherfucker. You don't even know what he looks like. Right. What if right. that was Steve? Oh, status. But of course, didn't she think it was Steve, though? No. On the phone? No, she didn't think it was Steve. I thought Mm-mm. she was telling... Uh, no, I'm thinking of when Sid, Sid, says Sid Randy. got the call and she thought it was Randy. Yeah. Yeah, which, by the way, was like so fucked up. He's like, yeah, by I the know. way, I'm not Randy. And she's like, oh, okay, Randy. Like, no, that, this is like the... I know what you did last summer. Thing. Like, sure, you're the killer. Or not, you know, in Scary Movie when they parried right, it. Right, yeah. Sure, you're the killer and she's losing limbs. Like, yeah, I'm so scared. <laughs> like, getting stabbed to death. Yeah. You're so scary. <laughs> It's like the same idea where it was just like, yeah, okay, Randy. Like she's getting like things are being broken and shit. Like things are going through the glass windows and she's like, okay, Randy, this is enough. Like, no, it's not fucking Randy. Right. Like, and then eventually she finally Randy. believes it's not Randy. It's like, oh, fuck. And then, you know, she's she instantly shows herself as a smart final, final girl by taking her closet door. And putting the doorknob underneath her main door. That way that yeah. couldn't break Well, through. you see that happen earlier in the beginning of the film, too, which yep. is why it's a cool callback, because she does that to her dad to get him stop him from coming in. Yep. Very clever. Also, a design flaw for that house. I want to speak to the architect who made that, because All that's fucking stupid. All those old houses stupid. are like that. I know. Our house is like that. <laughs> like, our <laughs> bathroom door is like... 
if you open the bathroom door all the way, it almost touches our front door. Let's mention your oven looks like an easy bake oven. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, and like you can't. Yeah, like there are times when, like we have to leave the bathroom door open because that's where the litter boxes are. But there's sometimes when you have to open the front door and you have to like push it really hard because the, the bathroom door is blocking it from being open. <laughs> it's really stupid. Or, really or to get in your building, how you have to like first open the door, then walk to the other side of the door. Just have your then dad shimmy the door shut. Yep. Then walk your, to the other side of the door. Just because there's a box there, and I'm afraid to move it. <laughs> just have your dad unhang the door and just have beaded curtains from when people use your bathroom. <laughs> I hate that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Our cats be so confused. They're like, it's a door, but it's not a door. You're worried about the cats when you're fucking dropping trowel with the door open. <laughs> You're like, oh no, what about like literally people watching you take a shit? Like that's far more upsetting than your cat being annoyed by bees. <laughs> that's, that's Bridget for you, always yeah. thinking about the cat. Like, literally like you just got out of the shower and there's just somebody in the living room like, <laughs> beat a curtain. You're like, oh no, I hope the cats don't mind this. We wow. leave the house for 10 minutes and Bridget's like, I miss the boys. Oh, I We call them the boys. They're the boys. They're the boys. disgusting trait. Disgusting. <laughs> Five seconds later, I can't be without them. It's like they literally don't even realize you're gone yet. <laughs> they barely realize you're there. They're cats. No. They know we're there, dude. I know. I'm I'm that they love us to death. <laughs> like, Buddy is obsessed with Madison. Like, obsessed. That's cute. He was like, yeah, he was like literally laying on my face this morning. Like, he could not get close enough to me if he tried. Oh. That's why I said he I would him. get into your asshole if he, if. If he could. He would crawl into my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. So what else do we have to say about this I movie? I feel like we are at the rating point. Unless uh, you have I some like final thoughts. To, okay. Tia? Final thoughts. Rose McGowan, hot. Stu and Billy, gay. Okay. Seconded. Yeah. I get that. Rose McGowan, nipples. Who's? Oh, okay, oh Drew Barrymore, hot as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've never I've found her attractive. I've always had such a thing for Drew Barrymore. Never found her attractive. You know what was, this is so embarrassing. Like, ooh, <laughs> this is so off brand for me. You didn't but see this, I, but she just tipped an imaginary hat. <laughs> no, it was just like the sort of like face covering, like, ooh, like, uh. um, one of my like favorite movies as a kid was The Wedding Singer. Featuring Exposed. one Adam Sandler. I know. <laughs> I had to expose myself. You wow. talk so much shit. And The Wedding Singer is not a bad movie. No, I know. But I, I do kind of hate Adam Sandler still. But like the but I didn't hate him you're as a kid. You're literally the biggest fan of Adam Sandler. And you can't fucking admit it. I'm not. I don't fucking like him. You love Uncut Gems. Uh, it's because Uncut Gems is good. You And you love him in it. You say it's like the one of the best performances of his life. Yeah, for him. And, yeah, and, and also is. one of the best performances of last year. Yeah, I agree, but that doesn't Kay. mean that I like, you like him. Punch Drunk Love because you love Paul Thomas Anderson. You love him to death, and you love Punch Drunk Love. I'm sure. Have you seen it? Yeah. You love the movie, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, I like Punch Drunk. And then love. you like Wedding Singer. But I, you're a fucking Adam Sandler fan, and you just admitted to me the other day that you liked Little Nicky too. You are an no, Adam Sandler fan. I think Little Nicky is bad but hilarious. But I and I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. I will not be that. But like I can admit that I used to really love the Wedding Singer, and but I I loved I was so in love with fucking Drew Barrymore, and that might be why I love the if Wedding it was, Singer. If so it was if it was cool fan, if it was like cool film style to like Adam Sandler, I think you'd admit you like him. I don't think I would. If it was like the popular film stand opinion, I would not. You totally would, dude. You That's just, not true, dude. You just listed three movies of his, and you liked all of them. 
I don't really still like the wedding singer. I probably wouldn't like. What's sit wrong with down. the wedding singer? Wedding singer's great. I don't know. I just like I find him annoying. And then now, now that I've like, I remember watching it recently, like as an adult, and I was like, oh, this isn't that good. I hate his singing. Oh in God, it. she's in denial. That's all it is. Any any ways? Um, I give this movie a seven out of ten. I like this. I like I like self aware. I like slasher. This was good. I give this a 9 out of 10. I love Scream. Yeah. I'm going to say 9 out of 10. I had a great time. I was high for the beginning, but I was very, very high at the beginning. And then we had to stop because I was falling asleep. And so. And I kept asking Bridget. I was like, are you going to be good for this movie? Are you going to be okay to watch it? Are you going to be all right? And then we get like 25 minutes in and she's knocked the fuck out. And I'm like, okay, no, I tomorrow was. But I told you. What were we watching the I other day that it's like, if you say you're doing something illegal online, say it's in Minecraft. So you're high in Minecraft. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I was like, you know. Yeah, Hi, the way you I get away really with saying, up. like, I, I'm going to do LSD in Minecraft because yeah. they can't prosecute you because it's a fictional <laughs> place. Oh, my God. And it so was in really Skyrim. I took Minecraft. a lot of skooma. <laughs> Ew, stop. Did you God. just make a Minecraft reference? No, she though? said it was in Skyrim and she took a lot of skooma. And Don't I hate say the Skyrim. word skooma. Don't say Skyrim. Why? Because some I think Skyrim is also a signified place you can go. Like somebody named a place Skyrim. So <gasps> oh, no. no one, there's no oh, Minecraft God. out there because it's trademarked. It's Minecraft in the video game. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got high in Minecraft. I killed someone in Minecraft. <laughs> yes, perfect. I committed arson in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> I committed fraud in Minecraft. <laughs> I evaded my taxes in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I love this movie. I didn't rate it yet today. No, it's a it's a solid eight and a half. Cool. I think what brings it down for me is, is I mean, even though I try to ignore it, is just the sequels are so fucking bad. I like I I don't think about the sequels when I think about this movie. I yeah. just think about like so much like I love about Scream. Yeah, yeah I mean this could this should this be a standalone. It should have been on its own. Yeah. yeah, and the things I don't like about Scream are like far overshadowed by the very good things about Scream. Yeah. No, I, I really think that um, it brought slashers back. And it, it, it really paid a lot of respect to what came before it. Like, yeah. it, it refused to just live off of the back of these other things without acknowledging it. It references them like, in, like, really in, cool in, ways. In, in, mm -hmm. Like, so many ways. Yeah. And it's because Wes Craven, you know, he, he is one of the masters of horror. And he's yeah. like, I'm not going to take this script, which is clearly like totally picked at from other movies without acknowledging them. In right. Full, and, and like, it's very fun because he's able to make fun of himself as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they literally, they got, they referenced Friday the 13th on the phone call, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw. They referenced yeah. Halloween and they referenced Black the, Christmas. Psycho. Um, the town that Psycho. fears sundown. Oh, the town that dreaded sundown. Dre dreaded sundown. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. I was like, what are we talking about? And then I, then I realized where you were at. And like, you know, John Carpenter movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really fun. And it's like fun that he's able to, like, it makes fun of slashers, but it also appreciates them to a very like high yeah. degree. Which this I feels like if somebody who like worked at Blockbuster or like, you know, another video store like I used to, hmm. um, like wrote a script. Yeah. I, like, I, I love it's filled with unconventional conventions. It yeah. Does and the script and the way. dialogue itself is like really funny and really good. Yeah. I, I mean, really it's, like it's it. all really great. And here's the thing. It's, it's caused... Such a huge fan base that it spawned comic books, individual books, multiple sequels, and a TV show. A TV, a TV show. show, which if you guys want to hear me and Franny review it, hey. 
with our friend CL Blue, recording artist, the guy that you guys all thought was me, whatever. Um, which, by the way, his his channel is on our channel. So if you go to our channels box on our YouTube channel, you can click in, listen to his music. It's awesome. Um, we reviewed both Scream Series 1, The Lakewood 6, and Scream Series 2, The Dead Fist Club. Or if you lived in another country, it was called Resurrection. Hell yeah. We, re- we did full spoiler reviews Hell of the yeah. pilots, and then we also talked about the rest of the show. It, um, I'll just say this. It's not as good as the movie. <laughs> Definitely not. But we had tons to say, so please go check that out. It'll be yeah. linked in the description. So what's it called? What's, what, when you reviewed Screen? Oh, that's right. What, we, what was it it's called? a whole different podcast uh, with many a names it's gone through. But right now we gave up and we called it A Pilot Podcast. The concept is we review TV pilots and let you know if you guys should continue watching or if you guys should give up. As well as we review the series after a timestamp. To spoilers, so you don't have to be spoiled if you don't want to. There will be things listed there to make sure you can click away from it. Um, but if you want to like figure out if you should watch this show, we go over the pilot. And we we also uh, do a little bit of funnies here and there. So yeah, this is just Franny and Logan and CL Blue, and I'm yes. really excited to listen to it when it comes out because yeah. me too. And we're eventually going to do guests, so it's going to be like you'll see Madison sometimes and Bridget sometimes, but not together. Never together. Never dun, together. Dun, dun. So if you're like, if you hate me and Bridget. Like if you're like I'm in this for Franny and Logan exclusively, you should go listen to <laughs> oh you should go God. listen to a pilot podcast because that's their thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's gonna be cool as fuck. Yeah, and also uh, if you want to like listen to the sultry voice of a guy who can sing just like Rihanna, um, <laughs> which he can, he's a beautiful singing voice. You can listen to him talk about stuff as well. He is the way that me and Madison are movie aficionados. I like to think of him as a TV aficionado. Nice. Um, which I didn't know when I we would started. I say I am too. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> all right, guys, watch a pilot podcast. That's all we got tonight. Bye. Yeah, we're going to go to it. I didn't mean to bring up the level, but that's what I do. Okay. We're going to do right, a quick ad pause. read. Sick of looking at your same bland wardrobe every day? Check out Street Stains. They are a hella original clothing brand made for you by Boo. Upcycled, sustainable, and urban. Because who has the time for boring clothes? Check out streetstains.com for art and apparel. You can use coupon code B-O-O-L-O-V-E-S-Y-O-U for 15% off site-wide. You can also find them on Instagram at street underscore stains. Thank you so much to our friends at Street Stains for sponsoring this episode. Hey there, Crosscut Cinema fans. I got a little announcement for you. So, me, Franny, and another friend of ours, CL Blue, have decided to start a separate podcast from this one where we all discuss pilots of tv shows it's called a pilot podcast and you can find us at twitter.com slash a pilot podcast instagram.com slash a pilot podcast and follow us on all social medias and cl's totally in the room with me right now that wasn't pre-recorded or anything (laughs) all right thank you guys bye Hello, 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 hello.
I was going to make a walrus noise, but then I realized that I couldn't do that. No, stop it. I literally, I literally am considering throwing my headphones down and walking out of the room because I hate this movie that much. I hate thinking about this movie. I hate talking about this movie. I literally. Hey, 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 let us talk about the movie first. No, I'm going to say what I want to say first. God damn it. That's not. For the person who's always like, let's go over the plot first before we start. I was just going to say one last thing real fast. I think we need to let Franny get it all out of her system Let me get it out of my fucking system. I was about to say, I didn't even rewatch this movie for this podcast (laughs) because Logan has made me watch it so many fucking times. That is not true. (laughs) Oh my God. I never made you watch it once. The first time you watched it with me, it was because it was the the first time we were both fighting. No, no, no. It is time. She just accused me of something. I'm, I'm sick of this. I was joking. Oh God. I'm oh not. God. We should you, never have done this. You were peer, you were peer pressured gonna, into watching the second one. Time. And then the third one, you were like trying to act like a tough girl. You're like, I'm not afraid of this movie. And so you watched <laughs> it again and you freaked out. That's on you, not me. Didn't make you do a fucking thing. I was joking. Anyway, the internet doesn't know that they come. They come. There. They come for us. I never have forced her to watch. Well, this no, movie. I know, but she believes it. No, no, I don't actually believe that. I was just saying that to be satirical, <clears throat> joking, over the top. Anyways, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> oh, Lord. We're going to have a time. Oh, my God. So Is this going to be so this the is, invitation part two? I mean, I don't I don't want that. Well, I don't want that no, either, I but it just, feels like we're going to get But I definitely won't be tusk. accused of doing something I didn't I'm, do. I was, I was joking. Sorry. The internet doesn't know that. They will You're come right. for me and be like, He's, look, think about what happened to Madison. I know people think that I'm like terrible to yeah, break it. So, so when know, somebody makes high claims like that, true. there's people with like less than a fragment of thought. They're like, "You must be mean to Franny." I, I gotta write something mean on the YouTube now. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't want. I don't either. You don't get to drag my name. Anyway, this is a, just about as meta as Scream because this movie is about a podcast turned into a movie, and we're doing a podcast about a movie about a podcast. Wow! Boom! Crazy. Boom. So the whole concept of Tusk came from uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, because, you know, we got to stay on brand here. Hmm. Uh, Smodcast, where he and Scott Mosier, a uh, film producer of most of his movies, but also of other stuff. He did, like, Free Birds and a couple other things. They're discussing a Craigslist ad they saw where a man said, in order to live in this flat for free, and it was in Canada, all you have to do is dress up as a walrus every day and let me feed you one live fish. And they ran with that concept and pretty much wrote the movie on the podcast. And he got the funding together. He got Justin Long, the historical Michael Parks. He got Johnny Depp. He got Haley Joel Osment, Genesis Rodriguez. He got real stars to come into this movie and be in it. And um, I think it's great. I do too. I love it. Mm-hmm. The original Craigslist ad is really funny. I mean, it's not real, but it's really funny. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you read it? It's yeah. Really, yeah. It's hilarious. It's really it's great. good. And then that 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 ad is like quoted word for word. They for invited the guy who wrote it. He got to be on the set of the film. I think film. he was actually got a producer credit yeah, as well. He did, yeah. yeah, which is cool for him. Really we dope. Madison read the ad to me in the middle of this restaurant, and I could feel the people's eye, like the old people around <laughs> us, their eyes just boring into my flesh. No shame, dude. Nah, dude, it's great. It's a great movie. You gotta be fucking weird in public. It's and it's a right. part of his not completed True North trilogy, which includes the sequel Yoga Hosers and the ever-approaching Moose Jaws. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't wait. Yeah, Yoga so, Hosers. I think Franny liked that one. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. I haven't seen Yoga Hosers. So I, I also haven't. 
It's something um, else. I think like, I think when you like, this is, this is sort of the feeling that I got when I watched us for the first time the other day. Um, this movie is so bad. This movie should not exist. It but, has no right to exist. But since it exists, it's so good. It's <laughs> like, the, like, like, this movie has no right to exist, and it also has, because it exists, it has no right to be as well done as it actually as, as is. As well shot, as well acted. Yeah. I mean, Michael Parks. He kills it, dude. He's amazing. He, he finds a way to make a deranged man that's really disgusting, really fucking fun to watch. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, you are captivated by his performance. Like, this is, this is a great... This movie is, is like terrible to watch. Yeah. But it's I, I imagine that I would love to rewatch this movie. In, in some I ways would, it's literally torturous. Like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's really in the vein upsetting. of human centipede. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I kinda compared it to, but this is so much better than human centipede because it has one, like actual cinematic quality to it and two because it's fucking hilarious at the it's same really, time. Yeah, it's, it it's is really funny. Script. It's really fucking funny. Really great dialogue. The 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 droning scenes of Howard Howe, Michael Park's character, yeah. are so well written. It's literally like, I mean, he, he makes note of Hemingway in the middle of the film and like has a not true story, by the way. Yeah, the right, obviously. And um, <clears throat> it's kind of written like Hemingway said it. Like the way, yeah. the way he speaks is so like, I don't know, Victorian inspired, like very like dramatic and yeah, very like old sailors. Yeah, like very mm-hmm. naval. I mean, in some ways, it kind of reminded me of how they spoke in Lighthouse, but like it a did. lighter it, degree. Is, yeah, yeah, it did a little and bit. And also, you could understand. Also, them. there were these great like black and white flashback scenes that were very I lighthouse. I think Franny hates the Navy. Franny hates Navy. the Navy. <laughs> Navy. Hear that, all you Navy, Navy, uh, <laughs> Navy corpsmen. God, corpsmen. I just. Yeah. I can't. I can't with this movie. I literally Corps, don't Corpsman. even like listening to people talk about it. But she was likes, over there sitting Franny like making faces. Gun, I just like, oh. Yeah, but Top Gun's in the air, even though it's yeah, naval. That's it's in the, air. the Navy, though. Yeah, but I think that's this the separation. This movie is so upsetting on every level. They shouldn't have made it. I hate it. I hate like, it. Like I hate for it. a movie about a man being... Oh, I thought you were trying to do something. For a movie about a man being made into a human skin walrus suit like it has no right to be as funny as it is at times you know if i could take one movie out of existence it would be this one wow there's so many bad movies that is so hard there are so many movies that i would take out of existence before this one the story alone of its existence is like novel enough hilarious it is really funny i really want to listen to the podcast episode that yes um, and also there's a documentary on youtube i'll link this too it's called The Making of Tuss. It's free on Kevin Smith's channel. It's an hour and a half and it goes over everything they did to make it. That's awesome. It's really fun. I really think the suit is very intricate and detailed. They call them the stuffies. I hate set. that. I um, hate that. Fun fact, there was a guy in Cincinnati who actually got a hold of one. And I guess due to like some sort of personal reason, I guess Kevin Smith's too liberal for him since he became a vegan. This is true. We heard this at his at Kevin Smith's live show. The guy threw out the stuffy because he didn't like Kevin Smith being like a vegan and being liberal. So it's gone now. Yeah, and, wow. it, and literally it was in Cincinnati. Like that's crazy. Like you could have literally went and saw it before he had like a little shrine for it, and then like Kevin Smith doesn't eat meat. Well, fuck him. <laughs> so he insane. threw out like such an intricate thing created that, and they had to create multiple because whenever the suit would get wet, you could like see through it because of the materials they were using. Right. So they constantly, and also Justin Long would break the suit on accident sometimes because the way he had to lay in it was so ridiculous. 
Yeah, and that like that suit is so disgusting. It, it really is. is. But it's and, so like, intricate. The, the fucking the way his like neck moves is yeah, like Franny's least favorite part too. A visceral reaction in me that I cannot explain. Franny's literally covering her face right now. She's so upset. And like there she can't <laughs> handle it. It's like the retraction of the neck, which is what kills me. Like that, like the wrinkling of the skin. There's a literal human face yeah. in the side. Yeah, I don't know if you all noticed that, but I it's upsetting. That, like, I think I think that face is actually canonly Gregory Gumtree, by the way. Oh, okay. That's what I've heard. Oh, oh, I learned that huh. um, the guy's name is Gregory Gr- Gumtree. After I, it was actually the, the original ad was found on an English version of uh, yeah, yeah. Craigslist, which is named Gumtree. So that was yeah. cool how that was like a. And also, you know how they keep talking about um, M- detect or Doctor Mossier. Yeah, that's that a mispronunciation be, of Scott Mosier's name. Right, that's what I figured because it was their podcast yeah. together. Yeah, Massier is so fucking funny. <laughs> and then you have Ralph Garman playing the Canadian detective because on their podcast Hollywood Babylon, he's like an impressionist kind of guy. Like he does voices, mm. and one of his is like the friendly Canadian. Nice. And like, there's so many good lines. Like that really puts the BM in the PM's coffee. <laughs> You're like a big bear on bulldozer. Like, there's so many good lines. My favorite line in the movie is when, um, when, when, uh, what's his name? Justin Long is at the convenience store and he says to the two girls, he's like, how's, how's, how they treating you up at Degrassi? You still get knocked up and shot. I love that <laughs> shit. That was so funny. Just cause and, like, and knowing Kevin Smith is a huge Degrassi yeah, fan. Yeah. And too. I've seen so much Degrassi by proxy because Bridget loves Degrassi like an, an inordinate amount. Instead of doing, um, homework today, I was looking up Degrassi stickers for my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes baby i know i can make it through <laughs> be yeah. the best the best that i can be and then like there's so many like it's it's wild the people he got to be in this film yeah. i mean if you think about it he has multiple actors who have been in award-winning films just right. in this fucking walrus movie yes. where justin long plays a guy named wallace who the turns walrus. into a walrus. I mean, and it's that on the nose. he has a walrus-like mustache, yeah, his, too. He, he wears that does. mustache so proudly. I know. He looks good with it, honestly. I kind of like it. Yeah, he looked, yeah. he looked good. He did. Um, and then Haley Joel Osment's like, this was one of the first movies he did when he was coming back to acting. Yeah. And he's now, pretty good in this movie. Yeah, I like he's, him. He's great, but like, it's kind of a weird thing where like you always picture him as the child, and now seeing him as like not only an adult, but like a very, like I don't want to say chubby, but stocky, older yeah, man it's yeah. really a weird disconnect <laughs> you're like that's the little kid from six Sense, and now he's like and doing and, this wow. and something we were talking about in this movie like like because i was thinking about hilly joel osmond's character um you come to find out that hilly joel osmond teddy. is teddy is is you know the partner of wallace in his podcast and he is sleeping with wallace's girlfriend and you find out that Wallace is like a terrible fucking person. Like he cheats on this girl yeah. constantly. Well, they're all, all three of them are terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're all terrible. They're all like, like Teddy's, on. Teddy's doing things intentionally to stoke fires between them. Because yeah. He wants to be with her. Right. Uh, obviously I can't remember her name, but Genesis Rodriguez is cheating on Wallace. Is but- cheating on Wallace. And also like, is like feeling like loves when Teddy stays or when she doesn't go with in some regard, even though she tries to go with at one point, 
Yeah. She says that it brings her solace, like, and, and like, emotional, like, grat- gratification yeah. when it's just her and Teddy. Yeah. And that and she then, feels for, like, five seconds that she's human again. Yeah. So and she loves Wallace, But Wallace is the worst of them because he's Absolutely. just a fucking Wallace asshole. is yeah. the worst. But he but, has to be. Yeah, I was going to say, but that's not, what the strength of the movie is. Yeah. Is that, like... If we liked Wallace, we couldn't like we can barely watch him be turned into a walrus when we hate him. So like, man, we can't like watch him. it all. Is man truly a walrus at heart? And like no, that's the I'm question. leaving. Like, he fucking might You've be. done it. I'm gone. That's a quote from the film. He uh, might be, dude. He might be a walrus. I don't fucking well, know. He, well, he is a what walrus. What we find out is that he really is. He goes full raw he, walrus, dude. Yeah. I hate it. I hate and the ending. The, really? The, the ending is fucking incredible. The yeah. best scene in the movie is when... <laughs> she can't even contain herself. Yes. She loves it so much. I can't talk about it without laughing. You're Michael Parks I with on the suit. Movie. Yes, with Michael Parks. Yes, when my yeah, and the best part is they talk about that. He's in his own walrus. Yeah, he's like, and then he's in the walrus suit, and funny to me, and the fight's at a standstill, and then he goes, "You're evolving, Mister Tusk, but so am I." And he takes it off, and then gets murdered, and goes, "You've gone full walrus," and dies. It's fantastic. Like just their like dumb, stupid walrus. And they're both just like making and these walrus noises and like stabbing at each other with their tusks. Oh my god! It is the funniest fucking scene in the movie, and also the most horrifying. And, and that to me both. is the beauty of tusk. It's there's the thing. Um, there's genuine like okay. I'm this sounds crying. This sounds about so it. wild to say after us laughing and telling you the plot. But trigger warning: this movie is hard to watch. Oh yeah, it's no, really it's terrible. There is also there is genuine moments, especially if you have like. A fear of like botched surgery. Yep, and that is why I cannot. If you uh, hate surgical body horror, like this is terrible, and yeah. like that's something that I hate as well. So I'm with you, but like I love this movie so like, much. When and, like when Justin Long, when Wallace wakes up and he looks down at his leg, and it's just not there in the way it is. There's just something about that. And then when yeah. he like sews his arm to his like yeah, shoulder, fuses them like a t- like like when uh, when when um guy like Gila Point played by Johnny Depp goes. And then he's mangs him like a crucified a T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie, the whole time is letting you like it's it's non it's like unforgivably like letting you in the grossness of the movie, but constantly turning a light on itself. Like and it also he, says like you can laugh at this. Yeah. Like please laugh. Like there's a great moment right. where he goes to the A to lug right. Yeah. Or the A to Z or whatever. The A to Z, yeah. And the lug is the drink. He goes to the A to Z. It's the chug-a-lug. The chug-a-lug. You're right. <laughs> it is the You're chug-a-lug. right. It's the chug-a-lug from A to Z. Um, he goes there, and he there's like a little post-it thing from like when Wallace was writing on it, and he does like the cool trick where he figures it out, and then instantly the movie's like, oh, Gila Point's so smart. We're gonna trash this moment by referencing Big Lebowski right now. Didn't Bridget, when we were watching it, say they did that in the Big Lebowski? Or am I making that? No, the up? film said that. The film. The said film. I thought Bridget said it too. No, for some I didn't. Reason. No, just the outwardly the film. I just didn't said remember it. that from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's like because the girls go, "Hey, like the Big Lebowski is like, you know, isn't that funny? But that's exactly where I got it from. Isn't mm. that something? Like the Gila Point character, as annoying as he can be at some points, which by the way was originally supposed to be played by Tarantino. Fun fact. <laughs> That would have been... I don't know how... Like, that would not have been it. That wouldn't and have been it. Johnny Depp agreed on two fronts because Lily Rose Depp is Harley Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith and Johnny Smith, Johnny Depp's daughters. They, they're best friends. friends. yeah. And then also, he said that he's always wanted to wear a big prosthetic nose that looks like a cock. <laughs> so he got one. <laughs> Good for him, dude. That's all he wanted out of it. 
And then he said he had so much fun in the movie, he'll do any sequel. So he did Yoga Hosers. Nice. Um, I love that. I, love, I also love that he's not credited as Johnny Depp. He's, he's credited, credited as Guy Guy LaPointe. LaPointe. <laughs> Yeah, Guy LaPointe. And then, um, you know, like, there's so many great moments where Guy LaPointe is, he's wacky and everything, but he also really derives a lot of the, isn't this ridiculous energy? Yeah. Like, he'll go, you're Americans and you don't want guns. Like, what the fuck? Like, he literally has moments like that where you're like, oh, so he's like, he kind of makes sense. Or he'll say something like, you know, like, this reason and this reason is why I think we could save them. Or we'll figure it out this way. Like, he's really cunning. But he's so fucking annoying and gross. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so cunning, though. So it's like, it's a weird But mix. also not that cunning because... No, he figured everything out. I mean, really, I mean, he almost caught the killer the first time when he was going around. He followed the killer and figured out that he, like, for instance, he's like, what does your friend do while he's driving? Like, that's such a detective thought. Like... That's true, yeah. Everybody does something while they're driving. Some people get the coffee. Some people blast music. And through that, he was able to figure out where he would have stopped. Where he would have stopped, yeah. That's, that's true. That's He's really cunning. He really is. Or like at one point, they're like, they're they're right at Poppy Hill. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, he's right here. He's like, no, no, he's not right here, but he's close. Like he knows to not rush in. He's like, we're not going to get anywhere if we try to rush in like yeah. this. Here are some guns. Like he's very cunning. And then oh, they yeah. fucking walk in and they're having their walrus fight. And he's just stabbing him to death yeah. with his tusks. Yes. I cry. I'm like literally like I laughed so hard. I cried just now. Like that was that is so fucking funny. And then when you realize also horrible that um his when Howard Howe's relationship with Mr. Tusk lasted less than an hour. Think about that. What do you mean? Wait, what? He eats Mr. Tusk because he thinks he's stranded at sea. And a safety boat comes out an hour later. He was not there for days. I know. I think he was. No, no, no. That's what they make you think. And then in the middle of the film, it's like a near hours after I fell into the water or whatever it was, I had to eat my friend because he didn't have any food. So he ate the walrus like day one. Oh, he did? And then, I, thought yeah. it was oh like, I thought it was like a much longer. No, 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 no. They make you think that, but then that's the reveal. And it's like, what the fuck? You have this huge affiliation with this walrus and you barely knew this bitch? He saved his life. Yeah, he saved his life. A and walrus. Also like, like, like a few hours and, in, and you're like, what, oh, what I the, guess I have to eat him now. And then the reason why that's... Saved reason, my life. The reason why that's furthered is maybe he never happened. Because he's literally... In the backstory, the character has like a full beard. But then he ate him within hours. Like, did this even really happen? I, I didn't realize I don't I am not I didn't realize that it was like hours I thought it was like days and eventually no they got, make you think that but then he literally says a few hours into the such and such I had to eat my blubbery friend essentially like it said in the dialogue oh my god and it's I like thought, the fuck I thought it meant that like he meant when he was saying that I thought he meant that like the rescue boat came like an hour after no that. that's true too oh uh, <laughs> that's also that's true so but he funny. said both it's so fucking. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure about this. I've seen this movie a lot. I feel like this is the perfect movie to show your friends. Absolutely. It's like the, it's like the, like, let me think here. It's kind of like the Grindhouse movies, you know? Like, yeah. it's so ridiculous, but yet it's made so artistically. These shots are great. The, I remember, like, I remember when I was music, in, like... When Tusk by Fleetwood Mac starts playing. It's amazing. Dun, 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 I read somewhere that that was actually the majority of their budget was just getting the song <laughs> that, that, That's true. That's literally true. Um, but like, 
Like, so, like, when I was in, like, eighth grade was, like, when Human Centipede really kind of came out. And, or not that, like, came out necessarily, but, like, it was, like, it was becoming a thing, at least. The general consciousness, everybody was, like, Human Centipede's the scariest movie ever. Yeah, and so, like, different groups of friends and I would, like, watch Human Centipede. Like, I saw it more than once with different people. And I feel like that was eighth grade me. That was, that was child shit. Adult me, like, you've grown up and now you show your friends Tusk. Absolutely. Now, now you're like, I want to watch the it artsy gross it out It shouldn't movie. just be gross. I think what Kevin Smith nailed is it shouldn't just be gross out. It should be gross out that's also entertaining. If it's gross, right. if it's just gross, it's not fun. Yeah. This movie but this is movie is incredibly fun. fun to watch. I mean, like, there is not... I remember, like, sitting with you guys, and the only dull moment in the whole movie is because Kevin Smith was overzealous with the conversation yeah. between Michael Parks and Johnny Depp. Yeah, I don't like he that scene just, very much. He had two world-class actors talking to each other, and he was like, I can't help but make them act together. He did the same thing in Dogma with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah. There's just moments where he probably should have cut, but he was just so excited to have both of them really in-depth into a character. And it was, I mean, it is great acting. There's like, the thing is, they're so goofy and stupid, but they're so believable. It's good right. acting, but it just was like, I was like. It's time. Yeah. They're talking too much about everything. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like there's some dude being sewn into a walrus right now. Yeah, like, why are we looking at this? <laughs> also, I really, really hate Michael Parks's old man voice. Oh yeah. It's terrible. It's upsetting. Hey. That, wait, you think that the, that was an old man voice? No, the, it was like a he was doing like a special needs person to trick him oh, and did not no. believe. No, I mean it was also like a senile old person though. Yeah, it was no because remember it was, it was supposed to be it more was, special. It was supposed to be special needs because they I talk think. about how he's like the water boy for like the like he's trying to come off special needs to make this guy believe he's not a threat. I just got like senile I, I, old person I promise, energies. Dude. Yeah, that's. I mean, like I can see where what you mean. This is something I just that's thought been discussed. old man. <laughs> that's what I thought too because like. I, I've definitely talked to like some crazy old people in various jobs and you mm -hmm. just have to kind of be like, okay, all right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing too, is that this was, this was in the past and they tried to age him down a little bit too. So it really yeah. isn't the old person vibe. It well, was regardless. I hated it. No, it's awful. Like that, that voice Did is not, awful, but it is very, not care very, for it. it's very believable, but I hated it. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp's voice is also, he's French Canadian, but he's like, it's terrible. He's like overly like they, he takes the stereotype of a French Canadian and makes it act like like French Canadians like literally grew up out of baguettes, you know? Right. Like he really right. goes deep. But I love I love Gila Point. I love and hate him. That's definitely the best part of the movie. Is just well, I, mean, I disagree. The best part I, of the movie is that movies, Waller's fight. The no. best part of the movie is Howard Howe the, and as a whole. Yeah. That's a and also um, for everybody who loved the movie, if you if you listen if you watch it and then watch this but didn't know anything about it. That was Michael Park's last big role. Like he had done, he had previously shot other things that came out after, but that was the last thing that he, that he acted on. in. And, um, you know, he, Kevin Smith had a lot of ideas for Michael Parks cause they did such a, they had such a great time on red state that he was supposed to be in the true North trilogy sequels playing other characters. Oh, and, um, as a result that didn't happen, but like, let it be known that M Michael Parks said this was one of the most fun movies he ever worked on. And there's some outtakes from shooting Tusk, and he's so fucking funny. I want to see he's these really, now. Yeah, he's same. really defiant to Kevin. Like Kevin will like try to do like a word change and go, "You fucking cocksucker!" Like he'll say shit to Kevin. It's so funny. <laughs> and um, you know, like 
he always has Michael Parks sing because Michael Parks used to be like a musician and stuff. <laughs> That's and like, hilarious. He can sing bad, I hate his, creepy well. You know? I hate his singing in this too. That's yeah. like, itty bitty that's like the moment where you're like, oh my God, like not like this guy is not just a murderer psychopath, but he's also like deeply unhinged. My question that's is, I thought, who do you like think, unhinged that word? Who's the most, who's more despicable though, in your opinion, Howard Howe or Red State Michael Parks can't remember his name right now. Who do you think is the more despicable of the two? Um, the one in Red State because he is in full control of his mental facilities, whereas Howard Howe is like off the rails bonkers. I mean, I guess I kind of consider everybody in Red State to be like crazy. I mean, though. I do too, but like you can tell that the, the the character he plays in Red State is like he knows what he's doing and he is at least in touch with the reality. See, I have and the same answer, but mine's a little different. I think. Yeah. I think it's because of the childhood, you know, that Howard Howe had. It doesn't make him, like, okay with what's happened, but, like, fuck. You know that at least he had a terrible childhood. He was, like, right. raped and, you know, hurt beaten and beaten. And, and, like, I guess, like, that's, I mean, that's reason enough to make somebody go fucking loopy like that. And it right. kind of makes it, you know, believable. Especially, he's never, like, evil loopy, per se. Like, he says evil shit and thinks very selfishly. But, but like... like he like literally so crazy that like at one point like Justin Long lost his leg and Howard goes I'm so sorry for your loss and he's like trying not to like break out laughing like yeah. that's fucking crazy yeah is yeah. a whole so, like, spider walked off your leg like that dude's fucking nuts but like ultimately isn't he just a man reaching for a walrus you know oh my god like, there's is something about not, that is man not a walrus at heart. I and like that's the question sound off in the comments is man not a walrus at heart that's the question that we need <laughs> answered on today's episode oh, gosh. i have an answer for the previous question that oh, i wanted yes, to please. answer <laughs> sorry nobody let me i'm sorry no, kidding. um so i think definitely i agree the guy in red state but my answer is different it's because he has so many people behind him in red state he has all of these people to help him do whatever the fuck he wants to do, whatever he says, like you know, he says jump, they say how high, you know. Yeah. That was it. Thank you. You know, one thing I, I have know. to say, I think oh, this, ahead. I think he's more deplorable as a man who's turning another man into a walrus. Ew! But he was he was a walrus at heart, Fran. No, I don't. Is man not a walrus at I heart? I think the other thing too is like as bad as like I know we're reviewing Tusk. Sorry, or a Red State as well in a way. But if you want a full review you can listen back to it on the other video. Um, but I, I think also the protagonists in red state as they were dumb, horny teenage boys, they still were not as deplorable as Wallace. Yeah. Wallace is terrible. Wallace, not. The, the movie starts with them watching a video of a nerd, basically a star Wars style kid. They call him the kill bill kid cutting off his own leg and them laughing at him. Yeah. Which by the way, was one of the loudest gasps I've ever heard out of Madison. She gasped so loud and went, I did not expect them to do something like that. I thought it was just like, like that being the opening shot of the movie is just this kid cutting his leg off. Yeah. And then he goes out to Canada and the kid killed himself. Because the whole point of their podcast is like they go, he goes and interviews weird, strange And explains it to the, the other guy who wasn't there. Hence, it's the Nazi party. Yeah. Which is awful. Yeah. Um, and then, but the idea is this kid killed himself because he knew Wallace was coming out to basically be like, fuck you. You have to drive. You have to come all the way out here and I'm going to fucking kill myself. And he's and like, Wallace get... is like pissed about it, which is right. insane to me. Like, it's not like this kid was like, Hmm, how am I going to fuck yeah, this he man? Says, like selfish for couldn't have waited a couple days. Also in, in YouTube fame, uh, Harley Morrison from Epic mealtime played a TSA agent who was really fucking funny. 
So if you're an Epic oh, yeah. Mealtime that fan, was a, that was a funny TSA agent he, moment. He is, mm-hmm. That that was pretty much the trailer for the longest time. They mm-hmm. only showed that from the movie, and then then like is man really a walrus at heart? And then cut scene. Like they would just show that interaction and that. <laughs> and it was a pretty good trailer because that scene yeah, is super funny, funny, and it's not even the funniest scene in the movie. Right, the funniest scene in the movie is the walrus fight. It's so good. It's so, so hilarious. Either the walrus fight. It's hilarious and horrifying. Or the actual ending where they go to the animal sanctuary. I hate that. Bridget hates the ending of this movie so much. Like, Bridget I don't know why. I just hate it. the ending of this movie it. the way that Franny hates the entire movie. Yes, correct. <laughs> I get it. The ending is just even worse. It's so upsetting. And, it asks, and all of the big glugs or whatever the fuck they are, all the little cups everywhere. It, it, like, I hate it. It, 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 like, it, it asks more questions than it answers. <laughs> No, I like think we were sitting it's there, very like, it's very full circle actually though. Well, it is. It but is. It's like we we're discussing like is he like on display? Do people get to come? I mean, and he has to be on display I though. I think the argument of is he on display or is he not is avoiding the original question, which is this man truly is a man, walrus at heart. I think to ask that question is to insinuate that he isn't a full walrus, which he is. But of I course think he's on he's display because he's walrus. a thousand percent a full walrus. I don't think he is. Because, because he, cries. he cries. I know. Oh, no. Yeah. Because so. that shows that he's still human and it's human to cry. God, this movie's Walruses so fucking good. don't cry, dude. Like, he's still a man. So good. At heart. And, like, it makes me so upset. That, yeah. like, they couldn't, like, I don't know, help him. Well, here's the thing. In it, any other way. It's actually out of their own selfish needs. Because for them, the catalyst of their relationship is basically being the sidelines of Wallace's life. Like, that's how they became together. So to kill, right. to kill him is to cause an inconvenience to them because they'll feel guilty. Because not only did they cheat on him, they fucking kill him. So right. for their own selfishness... They decide that it's better to let him, him to live. live. But I think for him, like he's like, he's like, he's fully walrus, but there's still that humanness in him. Yeah. You know? I feel like... Franny's they, so mad. Are she you literally okay, took her- dude? I'm sorry. I hate... <laughs> like... And like, why is that scene so heart-wrenching? Like I hate it. That's <laughs> like, why I hate so it. Upsetting. Because I right, right before, right, because right, they yeah. fucking get you with the Winnie the Pooh thing. Because right oh, before, I know. which by the way, that's um, that's from Kevin's real life. His wife always makes fun of him because they got baked once and he cried during Winnie the Pooh. Aww. Honestly, I probably would cry during Winnie the Pooh if I was stoned. And then his wife also plays the uh the the uh, fast food worker. Oh yeah, yeah. I read um, that somewhere. But uh, the this movie um essentially. The reason why the True North trilogy started is is this main event, which is he had so much fun with Johnny, Lily Rose Depp, and Harley. And they had like such a good time that they were all like, wish we could do this all the time. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to make another movie. Yeah. And it exists now. And it's not as good. <laughs> and he knows that. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's like if John Hughes made the shittiest B-rate horror movie of all time. <laughs> nice. But it's got John Hughes vibes for sure. That's fun. And he likes John Hughes a lot. He so. loves John Hughes, yeah. Um, but yeah, that ending scene is like so emotionally upsetting. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's such a good question for debate. This is why you should watch oh, but, Tusk but with yeah, your friends. I, I miss my old point. The, the reason why it's so upsetting is because they right before he cries, they go, I miss the guy like used to cry during you know, Winnie the Pooh. Like she reiterates that. Yeah, yeah. And, and she actually says like you know my grandpa my grandpa always used to say like to cry is what makes us human it separates yeah. us from animals right, and then right then, and then he right fucking after. cries dude and, and like, he looks at the fucking camera too with his fucking walrus, walrus ass face. face and it's upsetting and then he yeah. has Jersey uh, Jersey legend and one of Kevin Smith's very good friends Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance play O Wally 
Yeah. At the end. It's and it's so emotional. And his little beach ball. <laughs> little beach ball floating in the pool. And the fish. They give him the fish and he just comes like slapping yeah. out like oh the, the sound of his little hand flippers. <laughs> yeah. And then when Justin had the move, he'd literally have to like half hop. Yeah. Because he's just terrible. laying down it's in terrible. the costume. But like. Also something that really like like kills me is. The, like they just drop this in there like it's nothing but the tusks are made of their own femurs dude. yeah yeah I it's know. fucking upsetting when it's you think about it really insane and you wonder why he's got his leg on ice you right know? and yeah. then you realize oh it's because yeah. he's got a fucking femur he's got a femur yeah and then like you were complaining but i agree with the whole like how dirty his workspace was like god damn guy right like dude if you want this thing to work out you need to make sure your people don't die of fucking sepsis yeah like it's it's really yeah. something else I'm sorry, Bridget. You were going to say? I'm just... I know that he's gone full walrus, but I really feel like they should be able to help him in some other way. But the thing is, they're they're not... The thing is, they're truly not motivated to. Because it doesn't help them. And they're terrible people. Well, I feel like like Bridget thinks that they should be able to somehow get him out of his walrus suit, which I don't think is like No, no, no. His, His body is fused. That is his body. Like, yeah, it's so like hard it's for me both, to con- Like, how does he... How so does think he about, poop? like, plastic surgery, right? Did you just say, how does he poop? That's a that's a very... I don't know. I mean, I, I gotta imagine he shits out of the bottom part of his body, right? Like, the same way a walrus would. You lift up the tail and it's just... Is, it, is his ass down there? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The tail is... It, it does independently move. He just can't move it. Because when he's wrestling him around, his tail would go up and down. So his... his essentially, that means that something's underneath the tail. Which probably means his asshole's right there, and he just shits out of that. Wow, I hate it. It's very it. scientifically intricate. I mean, it, if you think about it, though, it, it's not like it's impossible. You could, like, the people do hack jobs on their faces all the time. You could fuse your body, yeah, tenons, I mean, everything. It could happen. I mean, people have had reconnective surgery of limbs and, like, put, actually tied tenons to each other effectively. Now, it's all experimental and shit, but it does work in theory. I can't even listen to that. that I mean, he's able to, to like, swim and shit, too. Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of, on, on some level. But, um... I just... I feel like they should be able to help him in some way. I more just wonder how he's drinking those cups. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody's got to lay it up it for out, him. Pla- places it out in front of him, you know? Uh, he has to... And then the other question is, like, is he a violent walrus or is he, like, super docile? He seems pretty docile to me. That's really insane to me. Imagine, like, going to feed that walrus, like, as a worker at that sanctuary. Here you go, Wally, and he's, like, all fucked up. Because here's the other thing, too. It is so outwardly fucking bonkers to imagine somebody being fused into a walrus. Right. And since they kept it secret, your assumption as a worker there is this is an abused walrus. Right. You don't know that they kept it secret, though. They did because they couldn't. They wouldn't have been able to put him in the fucking animal sanctuary if people knew that he was a victim. <laughs> well, I in my mind, and they also did. They would. They would have to like see the court and be involved in as Gila Point shot him, and he did not have the clearance to carry said weapon because he no longer worked for the police force. To my mind, they like made an agreement with the animal sanctuary to let him no, live no, out no, there no. peacefully the end no. to the end of his days. No, that's not <laughs> in a way and away from the public. Cause like no, obviously because, but if they but can obviously see that him. is not a fucking walrus. Like you don't look at that and be like, that's a walrus. You do man. when you can't conceptualize a fucking no, other I, thing. I being know it. what a fucking walrus looks like and that shit ain't it. Dude, all I'm saying is 
you would have to believe it's a walrus because it walks like a walrus, somewhat looks like a walrus, and sounds like a walrus. You would not assume it's a person it's in a walrus. It's obviously made of human skin. But you don't know for sure. But it looks like it is. There's a face on it. You could have stapled a face. <laughs> it's more likely they stapled a face to a living walrus than turned a man why would into you, a walrus. Okay, well, why would you staple to a face to a living walrus because and leave animals, it there? Because animals are abused. It's a, they abuse Somebody abuses an animal and they brought it to the animal sanctuary. if it were simply stapled, you could remove the face. There would be no reason oh, no, to no, leave no, the face there. I'm talking about surgically stapled. I just don't buy it. That's the part you don't buy about this whole movie? <laughs> yeah. I think that they would have, I think that there would have been police involvement and they would have decided like the most humane thing to do for this man is to let him live the end of his days in private in an animal sanctuary with a beach ball for fucking enrichment. That's what I choose to believe. I mean, I cannot but, but accept can, the fact that that monstrosity isn't is assisted suicide. The, isn't assisted suicide legal in Canada? I don't know. So they would be like, let's but just kill him. But then he couldn't make that choice though because he's full walrus. So they would be like, <laughs> and without his own autonomy, they couldn't do they it, They would dude. put like, him in a psych ward because he killed somebody. He's still murdered. He's still a person. How are you going to put a fucking walrus in a psych ward? How the fuck are you going to tell people you need to keep this serial killer who's turned into a walrus in their animal sanctuary? He's not a serial killer. He, he killed fuck. one. He killed one person. You don't put a killer. It was self-defense, dude. It was self-defense. He had to do it. Are we really? So you think you went to court and they were like, "All right, I hereby." Well, I think they brought Wallace they fucking, in there. They brought Wallace in there and no. big ass handcuffs and shit. And they're like, "Hey, it we, is clear that he has been turned into a monstrosity." I believe that they would have decided that the best, most humane thing for him to do, without being able to make the decision to die on his own. Without being able to indicate, yes, like fucking shoot me, kill me, I'm a walrus, would be to let him live life as a walrus, but away from the public because the public cannot when, see when that. When someone that is, is that incapacitated, they have their, somebody becomes their dependent. Somebody takes over. If you think you're a fucking walrus, you are not psychologically capable enough to agree to an arrangement in which you live in a fucking walrus sanctuary. Right. He didn't Someone that. makes that, that was decision what was decided for, for him because he is not able to make it. Who decided it? And also, His friends. What, fucking, what fucking animal sanctuary would take a man who's been turned into a walrus? I don't know. A court ordered one. I don't fucking know how it works in Canada. The court, like, like fucking, like fucking, what's her face? Carol Baskin's got her tiger yeah, sanctuary. Correct. They called Carol's like, or this is like Carol Baskin, right? That's like we name. have a special yeah. case for you. Like you take care of walruses. This is a walrus that can never be seen by the public because it's a man. That's not what happened. I think it's what happened. And also like, because if you kept it a secret, then like, what would they just, Wally is presumed dead by his fucking family and shit. Yeah. Yes. And they never get any answers? Well, they well, I mean, like it's a and serial this, killer that nobody's caught. And the shit never makes it to the news? I just don't buy that. Why would they want it all over the news? But, but the, it wouldn't be avoidable because it was like a big thing. Uh, it would be avoidable. They would just say they didn't find him. But yeah, but Howard is dead and how do we explain that? Howard is a is a recluse who's not really named Howard. Right, that's not really his name. <laughs> One of the I, people he killed, he went into that house. That's the assumption because he, he doesn't afford it on his own. Right. But he has all the naval shit that's his. It, Unless it's not, He's though. full of shit. He's lying about oh all of god, it. Oh, my god. I can't take it. You might be right. Fuck. I cannot accept that he is just living as a normal walrus. That's not okay with me. <laughs> you know what I thought about? Um. So Wallace's name is Wallace, which is very close to walrus. But then Teddy's name is Teddy, like Teddy Bear. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> like, they're both have animal names. They both have animal names. Yeah, but what's the connection? <laughs> they both have animal names. All right, hold on. All right, somebody tell me what Genesis Rodriguez character's name, and I will officiate this if this is a real thing or not. I'm um, going with no. I'm not positive what her name is. I know Run. she's very attractive, like insanely attractive, like the well, prettiest. Well, like kind of racist toward her, and also her monologue is acted very well, way too well for this job. movie. Oh yeah, even as a fade out, like it's fucking Reservoir Dogs or something. I know. I'm looking, Allie, Allie Cat, boom. I don't think that's it. No, Allie Leon. Wait, maybe. Hold on, bitch. Leon is what's Spanish. Teddy? What's Teddy's last name? Kraft. I mean, teddy bears, you make them be a craft. <laughs> well, Leon is Spanish thinking. for lion. I know. That's why I was like, okay, what? what is okay. Bright? What's that, a Brighton? I think that like, well, I one like part maybe, of their I name. I like Bridget might be on something, right? That's what I'm saying. I think that one part of their name has to do with animals. <laughs> and even even if you go back to Guy, um, not the Lapointe. It's, it's Guy Lapointe. But it's it's spelled Guy. Yeah, but it's pronounced Guy. It's French. That actually is how you pronounce it. Yeah. It's French Canadian. I'm saying guy isn't like a person like <laughs> I don't think it goes that far Human. but I do I, do I don't know of, humans are animals what are you on <laughs> in Minecraft <laughs> I can't kind of fuck with the idea that the three of them have the kind of animal names though it does kind of suit each of them Wally is a walrus Teddy is like kind of like a sweet guy and, and he's like a lovable like little teddy yeah, bear like no I really bear. see it and she's like like she's a, fierce she's, she's fierce, fierce and in disguise and she tells them like take the fucking gun Man. Wow, Bridget really figured it out. She cracked What's it, What's Gila Point? Like a platypus? Yeah. He's venomous, but he looks adorable. Is that what it is? I don't understand. Like, I don't Kevin Smith, if you're listening to this, please sound off in the comments or email us. Kevin Let Smith, me know. if you're listening to this, thank you, please. Dear, love- dear God, please talk to me Kevin at least Smith, once. Kevin Smith, if you're listening to this, um, pay my student loans. Kevin Smith, if you're listening to this, I still remember when you called me handsome at your Q&A. It never left me. I think about it always. Kevin Smith and like email us the answer of whether or not I'm right. I think she's right. This is my one not and only actual pod, but I think I think you're right about the other stuff. This yeah. is the one actual good thought I've ever had on this podcast. The way my two brain cells like connected. <laughs> Rub together. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> you know, like how um that windows like the not windows, but um, on like DVD players, they have that little bouncing. And it gets in the corner. But like, that's what they usually look like, but they just kind of bump together. This <laughs> one now, time. Just now, one time. But uh, I don't, I, I'm just kind of wondering why he did that and why why the trend ends so suddenly with Howard and, and Gila Point. I don't know. I just, that's where it goes wild for me. I don't have answers. <laughs> my, my brain cells, they're just missing now are you guys not ask you this, are you guys time. like excited to eventually watch yoga hosers yeah yes, I absolutely. Like i'm actually really excited for moose jaws that sounds amazing yeah moose jaws is the one that's because the thing is, is moose are actually very aggressive yeah they are yeah, they are that. they're they're really mean mean fuckers and then for and it they're to, huge and and for it to be like because jaws is one of his favorite movies for him to like reenact it but in a canadian way just sounds amazing i love yeah. that but um, yeah, no, Yoga Hosers, uh, this isn't spoilery. It's about Nazi bratwurst. So it's definitely just as insane as this movie. So. I'm sorry, what? It's about Nazi bratwurst. But it's not All about right. botched surgery. So I'm okay No, there's with no it. botched surgery. I mean, one could argue that Wallace's surgery was not botched. I mean, it, it was. Well, his leg was botched. That's for fucking yeah, that sure. Leg, that leg was fucking fucked. Yeah, I mean. Was, 
Yeah, but Freddy is simultaneously rejoining and quitting the conversation multiple times. This movie made Bridget afraid of spiders. So like the day I'm after, not afraid of spiders. No, no, no. Actually, public service announcement: be afraid of spiders. If you get bit by a hobo spider, it might not necessarily kill you, but the swelling alone can give you a serious blood clot. So like we were um we the day after we watched this we went hiking and we went into this cave and like it was really dark in there obviously and so like bridget turns on her flashlight to see what's around her and it's like a bunch of fucking spiders and she freaked the fuck out and she's like i know it didn't even really happen in tusk but i just kept thinking about the brown recluse yeah the hobo spider i couldn't i couldn't stop thinking about it now i'm looking up the pictures to make I think sure it's I like the second it. most dangerous spider Ooh. in north america yeah, next to the like black really widow it's like Black Widow and then Brown Recluse. The thing recluse. about Brown Recluse, too, is oh, like they're small. Oh, my God. There should be what? a Marvel character that's Brown Recluse, and it's like Black Widow's boyfriend. Ooh. What, Bridget? Um, okay, so I read this uh, this Reddit post on um, Today I Fucked Up, and this woman brought this like Black Widow into her home, and it was like pregnant. And like her daughter was like, okay, can we like watch it? Like the eggs hatch. And her mom's like, yeah, whatever. No. It was in a jar. Turns out the, the jar was from a toy and it had like little holes in it. And the baby spiders were crawling out. And long story short, she had to hire an exterminator. I'd literally burn my house down. Yeah, they literally can kill you instantly. Yeah, I would just. There's right. no stopping it. You will die. I would just burn my house down, dude. And I'd she be like, was. No, absolutely not. She was like, well, I, you know, I just, I just put my kid out to like play outside. I'm vacuuming furiously. And then I guess a bunch of people from Reddit sent her money for an exterminator. And then she sent it back and she was like, no, I got it. I'm good. Thank you. For you guys your- remember the Iggy Azalea Ariana Grande song, Black yeah. Widow? And it always sounded like she's like, like Black Widow baby, like a little <laughs> baby. It always sounded like that. It never sounded like Black Widow baby. So yeah. like You're Black, right. Black Widow baby. <laughs> It always sounded like that to me. Sorry. Just thought I'd yeah. share. Yeah, that was that was what I read on, on Reddit the other day. So there you if go. If we're done talking about this fucking movie, I can rejoin the conversation. You literally, literally, people would beg to be on a podcast talk about this movie. Check your <sighs> I know, privilege. I just, I now can't. Now I feel like I have a spider on me. I'm like, it makes, yeah, no, I have This movie feeling. makes my whole body feel icky and I can't even think about it. Try, okay, this is a good test. What is one thing you think is redeemable about this feature? Be honest. I want to know what Franny took away is good. I like Johnny Depp's character. He that point. Yeah, yeah he was fun. I liked that. I like the introduction to what then becomes Yoga Hosers with the um, Lily Rose and Harley and the... Uh, convenience store i think that's a cool callback to like clerks and yeah everything. exactly it's like a clerks like re- it's almost like a clerks remix. Yeah. it's very clerks yeah. yoga hogers is very clerks like it's, it's just cool seeing like harley like kevin's daughter in that position like kind of playing him in a sense yeah i think that's kind of fun um i love kevin smith and i love a lot of what he does i just i can't do surgical horror Ugh. nope so when he asked the question, because originally when he was th- talking about making the movie, he sent out a hashtag, walrus yes or walrus no. People said, walrus yes, you should make the movie. Walrus no, you should not. You would have said no. I would have said walrus no. Well, dang. I said, I would have said and do say walrus yes. I think this movie is great. Yeah. I want to watch this movie again. 
Right? Isn't it so good? I feel like I feel like with this movie, watching it again, like I would be prepared for the grossness of it and could just really enjoy it. Also, the other thing is too is that so much happens and falls on. Like I could have been wrong about something I said because so much happens and it's so quick mm-hmm. and quippy. Like you miss shit. So it's you really good. You, you, yeah, you miss stuff. So I thought you were saying like I thought you were trying to say like you miss it, and it just came out like you miss shit. Yeah, you miss shit, and um, you miss things that you want to see, and yeah. it's even better the second time and the third time and all that. So I picked up something new every time. So, yeah. um, yeah, like fucking amazing. I love it. You should watch it with your friends. You should like this is a hello shit i just yawned sorry um this isn't a movie that i would watch like alone by myself necessarily there will be no enjoyment if you watch it alone because like it's just like but like if you watch it with your friends that is the move this is a talk during the movie kind of movie because you're fucking flabbergasted about what's happening yeah i'm pretty sure we were sitting there watching it just being like what the fuck absolutely the whole time yeah yeah it's fucking gross but it's great so let's do our ratings zero no one's surprised. I can't believe I'm going to give it this. I give Tusca fucking 9 out of 10. Wow. Boom. It's so fucking good. It's I can't so help good. it, dude. It's like, such, I can't help it. It's And here's the thing. It was put out, but if nobody wanted to put it out except for one genius studio. Do you know what studio put it out? A24, Of baby. course. If it's of A24, it's a- you know it's fucking gold. Like, I have not seen an A24 movie that's been bad yet. I personally. I'm sure they... Them, they probably exist. I you got your ladybird. You got your good time. You got your uncut gems. You've your got your uncut. hereditaries, your midsommers. Yeah, and then you Midsommar. got Tusk. Yes. And it did it did go to a cinema for like a weekend and that's it. But it's literally it literally has blown up in pop culture. People love this movie. People who weren't fans of Kevin Smith found it on home video, just like what happened with Clerks, where they didn't know who Kevin Smith was and Clerks came out on home video and it had this big explosion. This is the same thing. The, there are so many memes. There are so many groups. So many people love this movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a 7.5. The the 2.5. Is that correct? 3 point. Well, no, 2.5. You're right. Okay, cool. I th- I'm like, I think I can do math. Um, But the 2.5 is just because I was highly uncomfortable. But It like, is uncomfortable as fuck. But like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Except for the uncomfortable. I mean, how can I not give it a 10 out of 10? Like, what it's the not, fuck? It's, not, it's uncomfortable, but like, it allows you to laugh at it. And it allows right. you to have fun with it. And, and here's that's the what thing. I love. And it's perfectly balanced between, ew, gross, icky, and haha chuckles. It's so hard to find <laughs> this balance. Like, I think you can find a comic horror balance in films that is this perfect, but it's very few. Like, you can yeah. find, like, yeah. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Maybe a little too funny, but pretty good mix. Or Evil Dead 2. Maybe trying a little too hard to be scary, but so fucking funny. This, for me, is, like, even. He, yeah, I mean, this is, like, a true, like, horror comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, in that it's it's it both in equal measures. It For me, it's, like, um, it's, it's kind of, like, in the way Jennifer's body is, like, a great comedy, but also a great horror. Except this, yeah. this will really upset you. Yes. Like, it can really fuck you up, as shown by Franny hating everything about it. Yeah, no, I uh, I can't. It, like, it just upsets me on every level. I can't even think about it. Like, I just need to go get high in Minecraft after this. <laughs> yeah, I just got to go do some meth in Minecraft. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there there are certain images that will be burned into your brain. No, actually, the, the most... 
take off your headphones. I don't want this in HD for you. I don't want this in high quality for oh, you. Oh, I thought you meant all of us. I was like, okay. She, she hates this moment, but it's only because it's so incredible. When we first get the look at the cove and you just hear Justin Long screaming. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. It's terrible. It is, it is soul crushing because you know the transformation's final. And the worst part is it's right when his friends are going to find him. And you're thinking yeah. maybe he has a chance. Nope. And it's intercut with his screamies, intercut with them going to the police station and shit. And it's so fucking hard to watch. It really is. Yeah, and that scene where he first like tries to swim the first yeah. time. Or when he oh dunks his head underwater while yeah. he's naked. What a fucking asshole. So upsetting. It is. Can we be done now? Can this podcast end? We're never coming back, this episode, everyone. I yep. just, I can't. Uh, achy. Um, Y'all are insane for liking this so much. I don't understand. Well, Bridget's okay with it. I I enjoyed it. I mean, oh. I was very I'm uncomfortable, shocked. but I enjoyed it. It wasn't actually. But Madison and I loved it. I'm like, genuinely it. shocked that you liked it this much. Um, I, it was weird because it wasn't an actual animal. Yeah, I guess. Um, but so you'd like, rather watch a person see, get tortured so than wait, an animal? So yes. when Mr. Tusk was getting eaten for real, were you like, oh, was that like the worst moment in the movie for you? Um, it wasn't, it was not. Well, the black and white helps with that. The, it's yeah, not the like, black and white did help. And like for some And reason, I love those black and white flashbacks. Oh, I think they're, they're amazing. But I also add that. The I don't, lighthouse who? I don't believe, I don't believe Howard Howe is Howard Howe for another reason. Why did he have a hula girl doily toilet paper holder yeah on top of his toilet that is not that doesn't seem like that him. does not seem like him at all <laughs> you know right. what i think that alone is just so weird and like doesn't match his personality because he's so rustic about everything in navel and then he has like a hula girl toilet paper it's not his house there's no way Mm-mm. no way i kind of i mean i i kind of like to believe that the mr tusk thing was real Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it, here's the thing. It's, he's such an unreliable person. Like, you know? who's to say? Yeah, I like believing that it's real. And, like, you know, like, I, I love... There's so many great moments, like, when Justin Long jumps up and grabs, like, the walrus stick, essentially. And he's, like, jerking it off. He's like, walruses are the most, like, the smartest creatures ever and smarter than most people. And then he, like, pretends to come on his face, like, present party included. Yeah. That's, like, such a great, like, throwaway line where you're like, oh, yeah. Good yeah. Point. Good point good point and then you know everything that wallace would say in response to things was like so douchey he's like saying my mother's yeah. the worst this is the worst blah 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 but you're great like so fucking fake and shit yeah he's yeah terrible. but um yeah no I think yeah that's why i think that this movie is not terrible for me even though like violence against animals is something that's very very triggering and upsetting to me I think that because it's walrus. So, so for you, it's like, not really, man is not a walrus at heart for you. Otherwise, no. it would have affected your heart. Well, I, I think that's maybe why the ending scene fucks her up so much. It does, though. It does is fuck her up. therapy, everyone? Because man was a walrus in that moment. And, like, it was hard for her. <laughs> that's fucking insane. Wow. But, like, I think my thing is that animals in my brain are innocent. Like, they, animals, like, can't. I mean, like they can, but like in my brain, like animals are innocent creatures, Our and cat like is not innocent. He's a fucking demon. No, he's not. <laughs> I know. I love him. And but like, they're innocent creatures. So like, somebody hurting an animal, like that animal doesn't know why, but like, 
Fucking Wallace is a douchebag. But, but Wallace that also that didn't know. Make it okay. Wallace also doesn't know why. There's also like like he is not being turned to a walrus as a result of his douchebaggery. I'm not saying if, that if Mother Teresa went there, he would have made that bitch into a walrus too because that was his aim. Um, but like what I'm saying is like I don't know. It's just different. Somehow it's different for me. Fair enough. It's just. It helps that it's a man. It for you. It helps. <laughs> it helps that it's a man. Because you, you both also very visibly were, like, worried about Genesis more than, like, other characters. Like, it's so fucked up that's happening to her. And I was like, but wait, she's literally cheating on him. But, I mean, I guess he's definitely the worser person. Yeah. But if it was a lady, I wonder I wonder if. I wonder I mean, how you guys would react. I'm, I'm pretty upset about the man being turned into a walrus. I mean, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Bridget, on the other hand, I'm not super happy about that one either. I'm not like thrilled Bridget, about on the it, other hand, like, is like men it. are hell. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like children are hell. Whatever it was. Remember that? Hell, yeah. is, your hell is your children. Hell is your children. Justin Long is also so good in this. He's great. He really is. He, I don't think this movie works without how funny and charismatic And how much like is. a walrus he looks. Yeah, with that mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think I think he killed it. Definitely. Me too. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that's. I think that's it. I think that's it. So yeah, I really want. I really would like your theses in the comments about whether or not man is really a walrus at heart. I would like to hear that. From if there's you. anything to pontificate. Um, oh, and also, you remember how they kept saying ponder rock? Uh, Kevin Smith, as a kid, and you can actually listen to it. There's a podcast called Emo Kev, and he used to go to this big rock that was not named anything. He called it Ponder Rock, and say a bunch of emo shit into a tape recorder, and all <laughs> of it's that. all of it's on on YouTube, like and and on the nice. podcast apps called Emo Kev. So he named the rock in the movie Ponder Rocks. That's what his douchebag used to call him. I love that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear, I would love to hear your thoughts about Tusk in the comments. Um, I would like, I would like to hear other people weigh in on what uh, Wally's situation is in the end. Like what, what kind of life is he having? What do you think happened? Cause I, I just, I feel so conflicted now. And invested. And invested, yeah, I want to know. And you know. don't really get enough. Yeah, I would love to know. Isn't, isn't that wild that there's a part of you that wishes For more they would this? elaborate more yeah. on the walrus story? No. I do. I really do. Do you think no. there's fan fiction out there like that explains it? Do you oh, think here, here's, like a, here's actually like, a good question. Is this your, is this, where does this rank on the Kevin Smith movies you've already seen? How, how does it rank? I don't know. I really like this one. I don't know if I liked it more than like Clerks, but I really liked Tusk. Would you like? Do you like it more than like Red State? Yeah. Wow. I, I like just Red it's more State fun better. to watch than Red State. Yeah, Red State's not exactly like it's a just hoot. like it kind of just like this movie's much faster than Red State. It like it makes you feel things. Red State made me feel things. Makes me feel things viscerally. Yeah, that's true. And I love a visceral feeling. <laughs> I love, love visceralness. Yeah. I loved love, Red State love for the visceralness. Um, I loved Red State for the twists. Yeah. yeah um, okay, that's so much exactly all it was too is twists. I know. In, in a good yeah. way. Okay, so what's left to say before Franny leaves us forever? She, before um, she implodes. All right, so Franny, where should they follow us? Um, Twitter, Twitter at Crosscut Cinema, Instagram at Crosscut Cinema Pod. On Twitter, if you follow us and you tweeted us, uh, we'll give you a shout out. But yeah, yeah, we will. We want to shout you out, dude. That's what we want. And also on Twitter, you can see kind of like behind the scenes. We post um, announcements that haven't been made yet, like on pictures what movie, of us, pictures of us, shit. 
Our cats sometimes, yeah, our dogs. Yeah. And also, um, make sure to also check out our new podcast, Me and Franny, is called Heck A yeah. Pilot Podcast on YouTube. Yes. Hopefully on all the other streaming platforms as well. We'll if be updated you, on that. If you, like, if you tweeted us your fucking tusk theory, I would love to read it on the air and talk about oh, it. Oh, God. And I, I agree. Cry. So as much as you can say in one tweet, which is like, what, 120? But they can also Characters? like start a thread. I mean, so that's, that's a we, lot, but if you have to, do it. Also, if you agree with Franny, write Franny yes. And if you disagree with Franny, write Franny no. <laughs> Hashtag Correct. Franny yes. Hashtag Freddy no. You say Freddy? Franny. Richard DeHoto? <laughs> I'm excited for all the different spellings of my name. That could happen. It's a good it. point. Maybe I should put it in the description no, how to spell it. Nope. Let's just no, leave because it then there's gonna be so, if, there, if a lot of It'd people do it, it's going to be hard to, yeah. Oh, true. Um, Especially when they might have said they might have Freddy thanks to Bridget over here. I'm sorry, it's Franny. Okay, and then we will see you next time. Oh, oh, also, um, the next video you guys are going to be seeing it's going to be right before Halloween. We're going to review my favorite horror series of all time. We're going to review Halloween one, otherwise known as Halloween 1978, Halloween <laughs> two 1981, as well as Halloween three. Season of the Witch, the only Halloween uh, film without Michael Myers. And it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. So, it's going to yeah, be such a fun time. We'll see you then. All right, y'all. All right, thank you guys. Bye. Uh, that was my attempt at a walrus noise. Ooh, Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Ooh. We're going to talk about spooky stuff. Brains. Quick retreat. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>